You're watching My Fellow Americans with your host, Spike Cohen. Hey, everyone. Welcome to My Fellow Americans. I am literally Spike Cohen. I am so excited that the streaming appears to be working. Uh, If it is working, if it's not working, then I don't know what to tell you. But if it is working, I'm super excited about it. Uh, Once again, I'd like to thank uh, Matt and Muhammad for this chance to have a podcast on Muddy Waters of Freedom, Muddy Waters Media. Um, as always, I would like to thank Kroger for this delicious water, Bula. Um, the uh, intro and outro music that uh, that I'm using are from a, a good friend of mine, Joe Davi, who is uh, just an amazing singer and, and musician. Um, he'll be on the outro song as well. Um, check him out. Uh, it's J-O-D-A-V-I. You can check him out on Facebook, SoundCloud. You can check him out on the Bandcamp, whatever that is. Um, I, I just I found him on Facebook, so you can find him there. Um, as always, shout out to Tehran Turks's mom and him. Um, this episode is very special. It's brought to you by the Messina Dance Company. My good friend Stephen Messina is bringing you the best Latin and Afro-Cuban dance classes, private lessons, and dance nights in Greensboro, North Carolina, and the surrounding areas. That's M E S S I N A. Come and learn to dance today with Stephen Messina. A Messina. Uh, dance company. Uh, I am so excited about uh, my guest co-host today. I have been trying to articulate in human English words just exactly how excited I am to have this man on my show. And so far, I've, I have failed. So it's probably best for me to just introduce him. My guest co-host is the owner of uh, iState TV and Futuric TV. That's uh, F-E-F-U-T-U-R-E-Q dot TV. Uh, he is one of my great influences in my political thinking. And I am just overwhelmingly honored to have him on my show. So without any further ado, 
Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please introduce, please uh, join me in welcoming my guest, Paul Gordon. Paul, thanks for coming on to the show. I was waiting to hear the cheering crowds, and I didn't hear I anything. Not, I've, I don't have that cued. I've, I'm working on this. disappointing. No, I know. I, that'll be next time. Very disappointing. We'll get you on next time. Will you, will you get a crowd for me, just for me? Like a big cheering, like, you know, screaming at the top of their lungs, like, ah! the comments, You may have, there are three people, well, one of them's you, but there are two people here who I am sure are, um, that, are that's it. Right hey. You know, wherever you are, if you're watching this show, you know, be sure that you're like screaming loudly and like like little girls uh, looking as the Beatles just step off the plane. That's the kind of shit I want right that's, there. That's what I want as well. Really, right just, there. Whether it's this episode or not, that's really the reaction I want the entire hour plus that the show is running. Pretty, pretty much. And I say that humbly, by the way. Okay. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, right. Thank you for coming on to the show. Done a lot of. Uh, Done a lot of research about you. Uh, it says here that you are that's a creepy. Republican. What's that like? Yeah, that, that's <laughs> that. Is is that Facebook? Does Facebook consider me a rep- which one of me? That's what's written here on my on my fake flashcard that I'm not looking at. Which one of me? Oh, which which Paul Gordon? That's a good question. Oh, see, that's the problem. I think I that's a fair question. I didn't look closely. Yeah, yeah, I thought about that. So I, I don't know Republican which Republican wrote it down. About. I really, I, I didn't have a lot of time to prepare for the show, so that that was. Moving forward, I just thought, you know what? It says Republican. That, I'm going to go with that. So t- tell me that what was the ex- like. that was that was your extensive research, right? Tell me what it is. No, I said it was very <laughs> extensive. Tell me what it is like. Um, uh, so seriously, you are like me, uh, an anarchist, or I, I whatever that, I am. Yeah, you don't, I don't like, you don't like labels. You're you're Paul Gordon. I'm, um, I, it's not that I don't like labels. It's just that uh, like the anarchist label has too much crap to it. It's like. You know, uh, if you're a Christian, you can't be an anarchist. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Okay, if your definition of anarchist excludes Christians, I don't really care. Right, uh, right. If, if Whatever it is. You know, if you're an ANCOM, you're not a real anarchist. Right. If you're an ANCAP, no you're not a well, you know. it's, like, it's like libertarianism. All that stuff. It's like libertarianism. No one is a real libertarian. It's the same yeah. thing as anarchism. No one is. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. So I, I just like to say that I reject the coercive enterprise. That's it. Okay. Whatever that makes me. So tell tell me just, you know, as actually I'm saying tell me briefly. Tell me in as many words as you want. What what would you say was there a turning point that brought you to uh, you know, no longer kind of rejecting the the state and 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 you know, being a quote unquote anarchist not anarchist? Being in, well, yeah, I, I did become an anarchist first. I was a a, 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 a yellow blacker man, yellow and black, yellow and black, baby, ANCAP all the way. Right, right. I loved it, and I loved ANCAP. I loved that I found that word because to me, anarchist was a scary word, and ANCAP was a little less scary. Uh, but really, uh, it actually it, it really came down to your 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 first uh, guest, which, by the way, I can't believe you picked him over me. So fuck you. But anyway. Um, I say that with love, so it's okay. <laughs> I say that with Christian love, so it's okay. Well, yeah, Christian, uh, yeah, of course. Right. Of course. I went to church on Sunday, too, so it's fucking fine. So I want, uh, no, I want to address this real quick, though. That Honestly, it came down to when deciding whether it was you or, 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 or Lou first. Lou was the person that brought me – that was the, uh, there were a few people. I didn't know you until I was already an anarchist, so, so that, that really was – you didn't get to know me fast enough, really. Um, he knew me when I was still kind of a, a, a minarchist – statist conservatarian whatever you want to call it and so, uh, so lou lou brought you across the river in many ways yes in many ways well, he brought me he well brought me to water and then i had to drink well you know it, well where i'm going with this is the same with me lou lou brought me over 
So you, it happened. That, yeah. it, it happened quite a few years ago. Uh, I don't know if it, it, it was it five years ago. Was it seven years? I don't remember. Right. But uh, uh, I don't know how I ended up Facebook friends with it. By the way, uh, I will say that this also goes to people say, "Oh, you're just your little keyboard warriors, and nobody's ever going to change any minds." Right, right, right. Man, I've had my mind and my thoughts change so much from conversations with people on Facebook. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. That absolutely. is not true. Not true at all. And in this case, uh, what I was really looking for, I I was always big on this foundation of truth, foundation of truth, foundation of truth. And uh, uh, when I was studying, how how did this concept of individual liberty emerge? And that was a question that that I came to because I I was actually studying church history. So I had been studying the the history of the Christian church, the whole Christian church, like all parts, like the Catholics, the Eastern Orthodox. But I did heavily favor, of course, uh, I was I was favoring the, the Western church, the right, right, Western right. European, and that experience and what they went on there. And uh, uh, that uh, what happened with the Western church, what, what, what began to emerge was people started to realize that that maybe the gatekeepers of information that maybe maybe they don't really maybe they're not really telling the truth right, and right. so then they started saying, well why don't we just why don't we read these things for ourselves they're all in fucking latin dude what the hell right right and so they're like yo man let's like write it in our own language and then when people started writing it i mean one of the earliest examples would have been uh, well, actually, the 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 well, never mind. I don't want to get down a rabbit hole. I could talk all day about this, but uh, uh, one of the uh, one of the earliest uh, examples I'll say is uh, Jan Hus uh, in Bohemia in uh, our, our Moravia, actually, uh, who uh, came about a hundred or so years before Martin Luther, in which they were they were translating the parts of Scripture to Czech. And uh, didn't go over very well. <laughs> wasn't wasn't very well received. The Catholics did not like it. No, no, the Moravians, no, the Moravians emerged from that. But but what began the 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 question that started to emerge through all of that was this idea of of uh, the 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 way that the church had approached salvation before. It was a collective salvation. We all need to be saved, and everybody goes together. And then this notion started to emerge that well, no, no, it's individual. It's it's uh, that Christianity is individual focused first. It's 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 rooted at the individual. You know, when Jesus is talking about the hundred sheep and uh, you know ninety nine sheep and one of them is missed, and right, exactly. you know he stops for exactly. the damn one hundred. He stopped for that damn one sheep. You know. Yep. It's not like a, it's not it's, a codependent thing where everyone else also <laughs> has to be saved in order for me to be saved. Yeah, I mean there are collective elements to Christianity, most assuredly. Uh, but but it's and and I'm I'm talking about my version my understanding of Christianity there are collective elements to Christianity however it's rooted on the individual so what began in that what what began as a struggle for Chris, for people to want to worship the way that they want to worship to to read the scriptures for themselves to interpret it for themselves and to to worship in their own ways which is so i mean that's incredibly controversial it led to other conversations right. about individual liberty and the right of the state to basically you know to do more than just I mean, if you you know the Romans thirteen uh, passage that everybody likes to use, Romans thirteen passage doesn't give if if you if you look at that, it doesn't give the state much power yeah. other than to 
other than to fucking right wrongs, you right, know, like, right. if, and, and, and I would be like, you know, if you rob someone, it doesn't give the state the power to enforce, uh, spiritual laws per right, se. Right. And, and, uh, and it also, the implicit there is what's implied there is that if your state doesn't meet that criteria, if that's not what it's doing, if the, the state's purpose isn't to, you know, do e- good in an evil world, then it, you really shouldn't be obeying it. It's not a godly authority. Was how I took it. Right. Well, that's that's yeah, and I don't want to get into a big Romans thirteen, yeah, yeah. but this no, is th- this is leading to the process. So, right. uh, um, they you know they they went away from that. They 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 expanded Romans thirteen. You know, the Romans thirteen is like the uh, commerce clause. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much. Oh I man, you know what? What do you think? You think you know if we're going to be Christians? Is it is, is it is righteous for us to use the state in this way? I oh, mean, you know, Romans, Romans 13, 13, Commerce Clause. Romans 13. Commerce yeah. Clause, baby. I commerce like Clause. It's the Commerce right. Clause of the New Testament. I love it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, but, but, but people, once they, you know, once they began to discover that they have been lied to, not just recently, but like for centuries, right, like right. what was actually in Scripture and how was Scripture being used. And, and, and even, if they, even in areas where they weren't lied to, it's like, well, maybe you're not lying, but I don't necessarily agree with that interpretation. It's not right. really, 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 really clear. Right. Then I need to discover that the, you know, that the, that the, 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 the Bible that was in the Middle Ages mostly rested on the Latin Vulgate. Right. <laughs> which right. was, I think it was, is it, was it Jerome or uh, who was it? The, uh, uh, our, our, oh man, I can't remember his name. That's so embarrassing. But anyway, uh, yeah, Latin Vulgate, like the, you, you know, know, the thing I've never heard of. Right. It, it, like the third or fourth century, uh, it does this translation and it's like a, it's not really a great translation. Right, and, right. uh, it, it kind of changed some things it, and it kind of changed some things to give authority to bishops because the, the Catholic church is a, is a bishop focused, uh, uh, governance right. model right. is essentially what it is. Right. Uh, uh, so, um, as these things started to unfold and then they discovered, you know, they, they, they started to discover other, la- other, uh, uh, actually Greek. Once they got a hold of the Greek, I think it was Erasmus that did the first, you know, the Greek trend, you know, presented the, the, I won't say the original Greek, but much closer to the original, New Testament scriptures, at least, than than the fucking Latin Vulgate. Right, right, right. Uh, Erasmus releases this, and it's like, holy shit! And then all these people start cr- trying to create their own Bibles, and and uh, uh, John Wycliffe in England in the in the late thirteen hundreds, early fourteen hundreds, uh, they they do an English translation just of the New Testament. Now they did kind of wuss out because they actually used the Latin Vulgate, but still, even right, at yeah, that, it wasn't a direct transliteration. It was, right, it was right. from the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 be that as it may, you know, uh, it's still it 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 you had the you know his 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 uh what were they called the uh, dang it what were they called the Lull, the Lollards or whatever they were called uh, there was a name for uh, or for uh, his followers. Uh, and they would go around, and they they knew scripture better than the priests, were because the priests the, were these the precursors to the Lobertarians? <laughs> yes, exactly. They were the, 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 the I think they're called the Lollards. I think that's what that's, they are. That's perfect. I'm not hundred percent sure, but uh, they uh, again the, the the where they kept butting up to was what right does the state have uh, other than to 
you know, if I murder someone, it punishes me or right, stuff right, like right, that. Right. Uh, what, what were, right, you know, then you have, uh, uh, um, uh, William Tyndale and he had this long debate with, uh, what the hell is his name? Freaking well, well-known Catholic dude. Oh man. He wrote the uh, utopia, Thomas More. Uh, and he, and, and this, di- their discourse was like, one would write a book, the other would write a book. And, and William Tyndale back in the 1500s was arguing for uh, atheists to be left alone, like wow. Muslims to be left alone. It's like, dude, this the, the religion is not the purview of the state. That's right, where this right, whole right. separation is. So, so it was in those studies, just, just as I was in those studies, and and what was I doing? I was trying to, it, it well, initially I was really trying to understand the whole body of Christ, the church, the experience, right. and how has God played out, all this. But it came to, Dude, this is leading me to an understanding of the foundation of uh, of secular governance truth, which is the Bill of Rights. Right. Now, I'm not saying I agree with that now. I'm just saying that's where I was. That's where you, Foundation yeah. of secular truth, Bill of Rights. Nice. And, uh, and then I contacted, I, I encountered Lou, and I had a few uh, Choice exchanges conversations with Lou. about the Bill of Rights that, that are similar to probably what yeah, I and, Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah probably. Yeah, and he's like, you know, you know, check that foundation of truth, son. See if that's uh, yeah. See if that's really there. Check with the first seven and, articles and get back to me about the Bill of Rights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he and he led me to other sources like uh, Tom Tom Woods and his American history stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had listened to some Dangerous History yeah, podcast. And uh, and then I also uh, you know I, I think that the 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 deal breaker the the final nail in the coffin uh, was Spooner um, no treason so once that happened and it was probably like another six months to a year somewhere around there before I actually admitted to people around me because I was already an anarchist but it was a while before I actually admitted, admitted it, it. I kind of held out oh see I was so excited to tell people I like I, my wife well like, I'm I, an anarchist. <laughs> well, my 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 work was largely political, oh, and okay. I did a lot. I mean, I made money doing political marketing and, and stuff. Oh, okay. So, so it took longer. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. Yeah, I had to give up stuff, and and also I was involved heavily in a number of folks in some Christian, uh, pro, uh, uh I don't know, projects, Christian right, projects right. that uh, they were very much a deep, deep deep part of my lives and and i knew darn well what would happen as soon as i said you know what this whole uh state thing yeah i don't see it i don't i yeah. i don't when i look at romans 13 i kind of interpret romans 13 as okay if you're gonna have a state okay that's fine well it's not fine but okay you're not gonna go to hell for having a state right exactly I'm, you're I'm, not this is not <laughs> in, in the way of your salvation but here are the things that it needs to be to in order for it to not be in the way of your salvation. Yeah, and also, uh, it's not a requirement. Right. The Christians interpret Romans 13 as, well, you have to have the magistrate. Well, you know, you don't need a course of enterprise model to have a magistrate. Exactly, exactly. Yep, exactly, exactly. And and render of the Caesar, of course, is the other. The ones that haven't yet heard about Jeff Sessions saying Romans 13 will we'll turn around and say, well, you know, he said give unto Caesar. And it's like, yeah, he then told everyone to give everything that, that they owned and follow him around, you know, while he shared the gospel. So he wasn't saying pay your taxes. He was saying, if you really want to be close to me, give up everything, you know, any of this stuff, give it to see, you know, get, give 
give to the world what is the world and what what belongs to the world and, and follow me. He wasn't saying, you know, make sure to file your 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 1040 uh, ES before April 15th or whatever. So, well, there was that time when uh, Jesus was asked to pay that temple tax or whatever. Right. And he reached into his pocket and he pulled out money. Oh, no, he didn't do that. No. What did he, he do? Said, he did something else. Yep. He yep. sent them to go get a fish. Yep. Take a coin out of the fish's mouth. I mean, dude, yep. that's hardcore. Yeah. I, I still don't fully understand that. But but it's, uh, it, it, it's it, he, he, he didn't hand over his money. He didn't hand over anybody else's money. He kind of created something for what i don't i don't i mean from a freaking fish well and on the, i mean there, on there's the, got to be something he's saying something there not only that but it's a fish he takes a coin out of a fish and what did he say he says you know come with me peter be a fisher of men so right i know I, I haven't quite worked it out but i'm like dude there's something going on there and i don't think the message is 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 uh aligned with give unto caesar i think the message is listen man uh, I am pretty much, I don't know anybody, anything, but, uh, okay. I, I'm going to show you how frivolous all this is to me. I'm just going to make it out of nothing. Cause right. it's nothing. Right. I've right. just given you nothing. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is just here. If you needed this thing here, it is. Yeah. So, uh, you talk a lot about, and, and I've actually meant to message you about it, but now that I have you on, on live internet TV, I guess this is a good time. Of internet TV. Yeah. Internet TV. Um, you talk a lot about the reality of power and the, the nature of power. You had written uh, a few days ago, there is no natural law, only power law. I, I really would like you to kind of delve into what that no, is. I didn't say power law. There is no rule of law. There is only rule of power. Oh, then I wrote it down wrong. Yeah, you did. And it's a saying I say like all the time. Okay. And actually, it was one of the earliest sayings that I came up with right, right, right. in my capacity as an anarchist, I'll say. Okay, now what does that mean to you when you say the the rule of power? Well, rule of power is, uh, well, I mean, this could be a long explanation or a short explanation. I'll try to be somewhere in between. Perfect. So before I could say what is rule of power, I have to tell you what power is to me. Because when you say, well, let me ask you this. What do you say power? What do you think? Uh, what do I think? The projecting, uh, uh, using force to, to, the ability to use force to make people do what you want them to. Okay, so that's. Something like that is usually what people think, and there's usually, almost always, like 85, 90% of the time, there's a negative connotation to the word power. Right. Uh, and even you, you kind of started off immediately, there was like, I think you kind of checked yourself a little, but it was it was started off kind of negative. Uh, and and uh, power is, is simpler than what you described, the way that I'm using it. Now, granted, I'm only telling you how I use power. I'm not giving you the Webster's Dictionary definition or centuries of tradition of what right, power. Right, right. I'm this telling you what it means for me. Right. This is Paul's. When I use the word power, this is what I mean. Power is simply the ability to act or influence action. That's it. Nothing else. You just you strip away all the loaded connotations of the word power. Okay. And and how do you influence the action of others? To me, and I, I'm I'm not 100% convinced that I have it narrowed down to the four spheres. Like, is it really just these four spheres? Is right. there a fifth sphere? Right. But where I'm at right now, I believe that there are four spheres of power influence. The first is what you described, force. It's using force to influence action. Now, you can use force to influence action for defensive or offensive reasons. You could be acting 
offensively, but preemptively, defensively, you know, all that, right, whatever. Right, of course, of course. Uh, so it's, 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 it's not a statement of whether it's good or bad. It just is. Force is force and the threat of force. I, I put those together. And then the other, the, the, the next one on that list is, well, they're not, no really, no real order because they're all kind of, they're all kind of, I don't, I don't know that any one of them are, are any more important, but then right. the other is ideational. So ideational power is the thoughts that you have that influence your actions. So, for instance, my belief in Christ, that's, that's ideational right, influence. Right, right, right. So it's an ideological reason that you're, that you're, that's spurring your action. Yeah, right. right. And and it might and and when I say it not not even necessarily ideological but definitely that that falls in it. I mean, it could be a, a a simple thing like you have an idea in your head that as a father that you have to sacrifice for your child. Okay. Uh and you and you do it because that's the idea you have in your head and right, right, right. maybe you haven't rooted it out exactly why. You you just do it because you believe that's the right thing to I'm do. I'm feeling the spooner in all of this. I'm sorry, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know that. Okay. Um, so then the other one is, de, uh, the next one is that I'll talk about is demonstrable. So demonstrable influence is uh, when you see people do things that work, like if you're going fishing and you're in a fishing, you know, you've been fishing for a while and people upstream, man, they start fishing and then they start popping out the fish. That influences you to act, to go up there and join them because because they they've got some proof of concept there, right? Uh, and then the other the other side of that is, is 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 true as well. You know, maybe you're fishing and you're in the same hole, and uh, dude puts his uh, rod in the in the water, and a dragon comes out of the water and swallows some hole. You think like fuck that shit, right? <laughs> that's negative. Uh, uh, that's uh, a that's yeah. gonna yeah. that's demonstrable influence, dude. It's not good to be here. It's not good. So it influences your action. Right. 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 And and then the uh, then the last one is social influence, and social influence is just uh, whether it's one individual or a gazillion individuals, uh, uh, in in one capacity or another, uh, the approval or disapproval of of your action by others. So uh, social in you know the, w w with what uh, the Democrats are, their strategy is is. Sure, in large social, part, yeah, they yeah. they're really trying to use social influence to to you know tilt the balance of power in their favor. So they're they're really ratcheting up this. Like if you're a Trump supporter, and yep. that means you're pretty much Hitler. And if you are a Nazi, even if you're yeah, even if you're a very moderate Trumps. Like there there is no such thing as moderacy as a Republican. You're just right. You if you're a Republican, evil, yeah. you're evil and, and you need to be shamed. Right, They're going right, to chase right. you out of restaurants now. Right, 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 right. I mean, that's, that's social shaming. Right. So, so, uh, the, the constitution, the bill of rights, they are, uh, ideational. They, 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 they do, you know, when you say that, I don't say anymore that the constitution has no power. Or the bill of rights has no power. Uh, the, I mean, the piece of paper has no power, but the ideas do. Ideational power is real. Clearly, and, yeah. And uh, clearly, the the people believing that there's some sort of uh, safety net that even even if the safety net is wrong, sometime we still have a chance. We could still make it right if we just go through the political process and right, the political right, right. process. We do it right. We go through the legal process. Yeah. Right. And, and, the, and what is the political process? The political process is basically it's the rules of engagement set by people who 
who's who's whose interest is is not in allowing you to compete against them. Right. right. <laughs> but because there's that the Constitution and Bill of Rights has such ideational power, I, I think I talked about this somewhere else where uh you know when when uh when Obamacare happened and I mean that's just outrageous, right? You know, it's outrageous that uh well we got we gotta actually the government is gonna compel us to get insurance and right. you know, that's that's horrible. And you know, what is the response to say, dude, fuck this shit. We ain't doing this, you know, we're just not gonna do it. You're right. gonna have to do something about it, or you know, storm the gates or whatever it might right, be. Right, right. No, no, the response was ideational ideationally uh tamped down uh and that was because they believed dude we just we just we just gotta win the next election yeah. we just gotta you know we just gotta get the you know we got we we, we, we can still do this you know or even they're we, like the or, fucking bernie guys or, we could still win we could still win this thing uh, yeah uh or even before that the whole the constitution will stop this or or you know the the right. supreme court will step in and say no you can't do that and, and that's and, what happened and immediately. They, and and it, it went through a long process. Well, and it went through a long process that ended, ironically enough, on my birthday six years ago. With, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, happy awesome. birthday to me. Um, uh, where, you know, the Supreme Court says, uh, you know, that, again, the Romans 13 of, of the uh, of the Constitution. Uh, no, commerce. Yeah, no, <laughs> oh, I no, like the way you. Yeah, we no, can, no, but you're right. You slipped it around. Yeah, yeah right. But, and, and it is. I mean, they, they ultimately they found their justification to allow the government to compel that. And uh, and and now, well, they were right, though. They were right. The the Supreme Court ruling was correct. Well, I mean, ultimately, if you read the Constitution and, and, and especially now knowing the history that I know of what the Bill of Rights was even about, it was about getting recalcitrant anti-federalists to sign on to the. Constitution. Yes. So, I mean, it, it, it's 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 lip service. It's the original. It was meant to appease the anti-federalists. Yeah, yes, it, it was. It was literally to keep the anti-federalists from rebelling against the Constitution and and and, instead, and against. Yeah. Yeah. And instead to, to ratify it or at least a bit like Patrick Henry to just back off and let it do its thing and not, you know, not start a war over it. And, and But if you read, you know, all of that is preempted by and, and you know, all this, I'm, I'm telling my, my lovely viewer audience that all of that is, you know, preceded by by the, the first seven articles of the Constitution, which give pretty much almost unlimited authority to the government to rob, kidnap and murder you as it sees fit. There's some weasel wording in there that makes it sound like that they can't. But even the habeas corpus clause has sufficient weasel wording that if the government, again, that the group that wants to do this to you, if they determine within their own proceedings that they set forward, that they have that, you know, that that the the conditions warrant, you know, kidnapping you and, and holding state you. of emergency yeah, state or whatever. Of emergency yeah. and, and, it, and it even ends with, you know, conditions may require it. So they, they left it as wide open. Uh, it's hard to picture a Patrick Henry looking at that and going. Oh yeah, that ought to work. But it, I, you know, he did. Yeah, that's so, good. That's yeah, that's good. that's a work. But but no, it's like so. It's like you said. So um, so really, when you talk about you know the 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 nature of power and the reality reality of power, you're you're basically stripping away all of the the spooks, if you will, of of the yes, yeah, it's yes. I'm trying stroops, trying uh, to strip stripping. away the spooks and let's let's look at what is, not what we hope is. Right. Now, and and go ahead. Yeah. No. I was going to ask you. Do you consider yourself? And I, again, labels, labels. Do you consider yourself an egoist? Because that's I'm sort of red pilling myself with egoism. I'm in the process of that right now, and I'm kind of resisting it a little bit. But I'm having a hard time refuting Spooner's arguments. I uh, you, you mean uh, not Spooner? Sterner, you mean Sterner? Sterner. Sterner. Okay. 
So that was so earlier when you said Spooner, I was I a little Sterner, confused. So yeah. you meant Sterner. Yeah. Oh, that makes more sense. I'll, yes. I'll edit that later. I'm uh, sure. I am going through now. I've read on Sterner. I've watched lectures on Sterner. Yeah. And I am going through his uh, the ego and the other. Mm. Uh, and uh, and I'm about halfway through. Um. I I would say as I was uh, I, I the thoughts that I have in my head regarding power. I've had for a long time, okay. long, long time. So I guess in a way, I kind of had egoist beliefs before I was an egoist yeah. or before I discovered egoism. But no, I'm not an egoist. Uh, I don't fully, I don't believe uh, that I fully align with Sterner. I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't call myself an egoist, but I would say that uh, I very much like what he has to say in yeah. the ego and the other. Um, maybe not. I mean, the the first half of it is so so bashing Christianity, and I, I mean, and okay, that, I'll survive. That, but that's the, that's my hang up too. Is that it comes yeah. from a very uh, almost nihilist point of view, and definitely an atheist point of view, or at least an anti <laughs> anti Christian point of view. But I, but, I, but 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 I'm not totally against. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know where you're at in your your faith, but for me, uh, I'm totally comfortable acknowledging that i'm not sure um i mean i'm sure but i'm not sure i'm sure I'm, not, I'm comfortable with the fact that i can't prove i it. i have no objective proof right, and right. uh I, and i read scriptures and yeah like i go through regularly i i read the scripture two to four times a year uh and this year it's probably only gonna only be two i've been kind of lax but still so every time i go through that old testament yeah man I see stuff there that just scratch, just scratch my head. I don't even understand. And there's just there's 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 parts that I think kind of maybe contradict each other. Right. There's there's parts that I'm like, is that is that really that doesn't that doesn't jive with what I understand God is like. And then there's parts like I have no idea what this even means. Right. Well, there's a whole bunch of parts like that. Yeah. And then there are there are questions. You know, the the Protestants we have our. 66 books. Uh, the Eastern Orthodox, the Catholics, they have a little bit more. They have more Old Testament books. I think like five or six more Old Testament books than than the Protestants have. Right. Uh, so so why is that? Or whatever. Yeah. So the 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 so-called apocrypha. Now some apocrypha. When I read it, I'm like, oh yeah, I can get it. I I, I get that. Well, like, why is the Book of Enoch out? Okay. I think the Book of Enoch is cool. I think it's interesting. I right. think it's worth looking into. And I I mean, do I really believe 100 percent that the scripture that we have is absolutely the word the the perfect word of God? No, I don't. I don't really believe that, but I I kind of operate when I read scripture. I operate uh, basically what I'm looking for is what 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 lines up the most across all these different spheres that I could possibly know God if God even exists, and I'm, I'm going to say He does. Uh, and so I look: is the scripture plain and easy to understand? Is it is it really wildly contradictory with something else? Uh, uh, does it line up with my understanding of of nature? Does it line up with my historical understanding of the faith? Does it line up with my personal experiences? And if it lines up with all of these, then I put it at like a higher level of certainty. And the higher the level of certainty, the more I'm actually going to act on it. The less the level of certainty, I don't reject anything. I just put it aside. I'm like, okay, I, I don't, I can't act on that. I don't know enough. Right. I'm not doing anything about that. Uh, but but I I believe that uh, 
uh, in Sterner's book, the justi- I think the justifiable uh, claim against Christians is they don't know why they're Christians. They just they're just believe in spooks. Right. Uh, you know, praise the Lord. You know, they were whether they were born Christian or whether they had some spiritual encounter, which may or may not have been actually a spiritual encounter. Right, right, right. You know, I I I look and I say my my understanding of the universe, such as I believe that it is, which I am not a hundred percent sure of that. I think that the universe had a finite beginning. Uh, there's evidence that maybe it didn't, but right now, based on my understanding, I think it's more likely. It looks like it's more likely that it had a finite beginning. And if it had a finite beginning, then you had that question of, uh, you know, nothing comes from something, something that all, uh, the whole thing. What started it, that? Yeah. 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 No, no, something cannot come from nothing. And I understand that, you know, there's this theory that there was this state that existed that, uh, that actually is an eternal state where there was a, there's a state of, of it's kind of between nothing and something and, and, you know, it seems like, okay, that might be true. I don't, I don't know. I don't believe that's true. I don't think, I don't think, I think the evidence is, is a lot more in favor of a finite uh, beginning for the universe, but I don't know. But so, so I got that one step. So I'm thinking, okay, I want to believe in a God because uh, that makes more sense to me than not uh, with, uh, you know, the whole something, nothing. And then if I'm going to believe in a God and I, and I believe that the, that we're looking at what what appears to be you know the so-called fine-tuned universe, where so many aspects of the universe are aligned in certain ways that make human life possible. Uh, I mean, like across the whole universe, if you change one little thing, one factor here or there, the universe doesn't get created, or or the Earth doesn't get created, or right. you know, right. all these little things. That this looks like a god who 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 very much. Is is creating something that he wants to preserve that that something that he wants to experience. Uh, I don't know life uh, that you know we'll call that love. Okay, right, I, I call right. it love. So we'll call that. So it just seems to me that it has to be a god of a uh, a god of love. And and how do you understand love if you're just one god? Right. I don't think that you all by yourself that that you that's that, that's even a consideration. You don't need anyone. If you is was and always will be, and you are one entity, I don't know why you feel the desire to create anything, man. I don't. I it doesn't make sense to me. Right. And again, I'm just telling you my subjective, highly unscientific opinions here. Uh, but I look at uh, the Christian God, and the Christian God is the 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 Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. So God is a community. He right. is uh, he. So he knows love because he is love. Because he he the Father loves the Son. The Son loves the Father. The Holy Spirit loves you know everybody loves everybody. Right. But the the three are one and the one is three. Right. Now I believe that the you know something like that the three are one and the one is three that that is more I guess more plausible to me um, than multiple gods that that somehow. There are multiple gods that 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 have eternal presences, rather than just yeah. one god. It, right. It's like I I don't know I, <laughs> and and again these these aren't necessarily reasons to believe in God, but these are reasons that I can say well you know I do have this so there is a I'm not completely out of left field in believing in Christianity. It doesn't totally uh, uh, unalign with my understanding of the world around me, objective, reasonable, whatever. Uh, and then, and then the last part is the the my understanding of Christianity. And again, I'm only going to say it's my understanding. I'm not I'm not the Pope. I'm not Pope Paul. And my understanding of Christianity is 
it's uh, it it is a it's it's a religion of uh, individual self reliance and communal uh, cooperation. It's it and it's individual self reliance first. It's the individual's personal responsibility to come to know God, right, to right. live God, to experience God, and and you know what kind of end up sharing God with others, but it is only through the whole body of Christ that you can fully experience the glory of God. You need the body of Christ to experience the full glory of God. But if, if you start off where you're, you're, you're on the collective side right away, like, you know, most of the middle ages, uh, then, (laughs) then, then, then it's really, you, you kind of absolve the individual of responsibility. And, and also you make the individual basically, uh, a virtual slave to the 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 holders of the sacred information, which was the point of it, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, which yeah, was the point of why it? Why they did it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, of yeah. course, that's exactly yeah. why. It, it, it becomes instead of about individual virtue or, or or an individual relationship with Christ, it's it's did you pay your tithes? Did you pay? You know, did you? Oh, you sinned. Well, here's the fee for that. And you know, here as a community, we have to do X, Y, Z to. to and and all of those things happen to you know grow our power in uh, in, in in doing so uh, just very coincidentally so yeah so what you end up with is a uh, you ha- you have uh, well what I end up with is I I have I have a belief system that doesn't I won't say it totally aligns with my understanding of reality and logic there's some conflicts there but it's not like totally ridiculously outside of of my understanding of the world reasonably and logically. Uh, but, uh, but also I have teachings and I have beliefs and systems and methodologies that emerge from my understanding of this faith that totally align with my core prep, my, such as I understand them. One of my core preferences, uh, I, I, I would, I would wish not to face physical threat, uh, uh, as 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 uh, an impediment to a possible action I may choose to take, right? And and I believe that if if everybody actually lived out my understanding of Christianity, yeah, I think that my chances of having to face that would be significantly reduced. I'm not talking about the uh, middle age version of Christianity because right, you right, get right. your your fucking head cut off, oh, but uh, <laughs> literally, or set on fire. Literally, literally yeah. or set on fire. Yeah. yeah, but I'm talking about my. So, so all of this aligns. So when I say that I'm a believer, I am not saying I'm a believer because scripture. I am saying I'm a believer because it totally aligns with my preferences and it does not significantly conflict with my understanding of the world. I'm standing on my preferences. I'm not standing on spooks. Fair that was enough. a long way to say that. Yeah, and I, I think I'm I'm somewhere in a in a similar place. I'll I'll tell you a, a preference that I stand on is Kizamba dancing and Cuban few, food with Stephen Messina of Messina Dance Company every Tuesday at Rue Bar in beautiful Greensboro, North Carolina. Kizamba class starts at 7:45 p.m. There's no partner required. It's twelve dollars cash at the at the door or 7:50 with the Messina Dance class card. That's a really good deal. You save a lot of money there. Uh, that is uh, Messina Dance Company in uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. So, Paul, uh, I want to talk. Nice. To you. That was very, that was very good, well done. right? Like this good is really, job. this is really good. I'm, I've, I've been, I'm looking this. I'm, I'm trying to get good with segues. Um, nice. So, uh, you know, we're talking about uh, about the the different spheres of 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 power, 
And I, I, I've been interested to watch. Uh, uh, by the way, we're segueing into current events now. Um, but we're, oh, good. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pivot a lot. There's gonna be a lot of pivoting. This is okay. That's hour. fine. As long as we get to two hours and ten minutes, <laughs> we are well on our way. <laughs> uh, uh, we are well on our way to that. I know that you have an egg timer somewhere. Uh, that uh, and, I'm and, watching my record time so, right now because I'm recording this too. Uh, I'm watching. And Lou is somewhere also watching this. He's like, come on. He, he wants the yeah. he wants the stream to go down. This is yeah. I like that my show is becoming a contest of who can talk to me the longest, which is fine because I like talking to people. Um, so I've been interested to watch um, this last, I guess, uh, since what, Monday? Um, I, well, it was even before that. Uh, Trump uh, picks for su- the Supreme Court, uh, Brett uh, Kavanaugh, and um, watching how uh, Republicans are I, I, really even before he was picked, but especially once he was picked, Republicans are already largely convinced that, you know, he's going to save the Republic and, you know, save all the babies from, from abortion. And Democrats seem to think that he's going to chase down every individual woman in this country and stab them in the vagina with a coat hanger. By (laughs) by the way, uh, uh, I don't know why I'm laughing at that. It's horrible of me. Full disclosure. uh, uh, No one at my fellow Americans or the muddied waters of freedom uh, agree with, um, with, with that particular tactic. I, I, I will speak on Paul's uh, Paul Gordon's behalf that he also was against um, random vagina stabbings uh, w- with any are you, imp- with any implement. I don't know why you speak on my behalf. I apologize. Now, on this, you happen to be right, but I mean, just in the future, don't speak on just your in the future. Okay, yeah, fair enough. So, Did, is Paul Gordon against <laughs> murdering babies in their sleep? Right. Uh, I'm gonna have I to ask Paul. On yeah, that. I don't want to. What do you mean by that? I don't want to assume anything. <laughs> I don't um, want to assume. So. But it's been very interesting to watch. And obviously, I mean, it is it is what it is. It's it's partisan hypocrisy. But it seems like there's a very deep uh, religious, if you will, devotion to the idea that, and again, these are sometimes the same people that will criticize their own you know, party leadership or, or things that are happening. But when the rubber meets the road and it comes down to, for example, a, a fight over who the next Supreme Court justice is, I would say at least 95% of partisans immediately fall into line and, you know, are, are, are ready to attack anyone and, and ready to essentially, I, I, I can't imagine that more than maybe 1% of voters uh, have, if even that, have read a single, uh, you know, opinion or, or, or judgment from, from Brett Kavanaugh or really anyone else. And yet they have these very formed opinions about, uh, you know, very stark starkly formed opinions about what the man's going to do. Uh, and, and they seem to just, he seems to be a very dramatic guy because it seems like he's either going to save the country or, or kill all of us. And uh, I just wanted to speak to, <laughs> I, I wanted to have you kind of talk about your feeling about how that, how that relates to what you were talking about with the, the spheres of power and how that's playing out with this. If I was looking at that through the reality of power, uh, which I actually, that's, that's kind of when I, when I do talk news and uh, that's what I try to do. Right. Uh, I mean, so you you have a situation first off where uh, ideational power is majorly at play again with the whole rule of law. I mean, that's the big kicker here that uh, rule of law is, uh, you know, the foundation that's going to keep us stable, going to keep things predictable, going to make people reliable. uh, And, uh, you, you know, your place in the world, that's kind of what rule of law is supposed to give you. And, you also have, um, you have, you have, uh, 
How do I say this? On on the de- on uh, on on the Democrat side, they they recognize that this tool that they have. See, um, the progressives, and when I say progressives, I'm referring to a large group of people that are in the 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 the, the individuals that look to the state to solve their problems in one way, shape, or form. Right. They see a legitimacy for the state. Most of them are self-described progressives. Uh, so, uh, you know, take, take it for what it is. I'm just using their labels here right. uh, for convenience sake. But the progressives, they, they largely, they control so many spheres right now. They control, in a lot of ways, not completely, but, th- but in a lot of ways, they really do control social influence. And almost they control entirely, it. Yeah, almost entirely. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't I, I personally wouldn't characterize it almost entirely, but I would say real close, real close to that. Uh, but um, they 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 have uh, they have all the cultural power. They they are the culture. I mean, you, you, they you the say cul- yeah, they, yeah. they are the culture. Yeah. You, you, you want to talk about the culture or the culture wars over kids. Yeah. The progressives they won, won. Yeah, they won easily. It, it's and no, it's funny how no they question. how they how they will still portray themselves as the counterculture, and it's like no, you guys are completely no, fully, no, you guys fully in you, charge at this point. You guys are the oligarchs now, okay? Yep, yep. you're the fucking ones in power. Yep. you know you got billionaires throwing money your yep, way, okay? Yep, exactly. You just think about that. If you're throwing, if you're working for an organization which is funded by billionaires, what do you think you the won, chances? Yeah, game over. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I wasn't going to say, but but I was going to say actually, what do you think the chances are that that organization is actually designed to help people compete against billionaires? Oh, of course, of course, it's not. Yeah, it's yeah. Not. you're all being played. Yeah, but but still, in in their perception, you know, they have they have the culture, they have most social influence. Ideationally, um, no, I, there's not a lot of. There's, I, I don't think that they, they really control much ideationally. Um, I, I think that most of what they have done has been through uh, social, uh, social influence. And, and, of course, you know, their willingness to use the state. So there's force influence that, mm-hmm. that's come into play. But, but what they, they, they see rightly uh, that uh, one, of the, one of the spheres of, and I'm going to call this, Really, the Supreme Court is fucking force influence, folks. Okay. Oh yeah. That's what it bottoms down to, or bottoms down to. That's what it comes down. To. Whatever. Comes to I'm going to say bottoms down to. It's a thing it's now. The it's fruit bottom at the down. bottom of the of the of our it, conversation. That's what it boils down to. That's boils what I meant. To, there we go. That's what it boils down to. The Supreme Court issues a decision which gives people some sense of quote unquote legitimacy to use guns in a certain way if and when that decision is violated right. in some way, shape, or form. Right, right, That's right. what the Supreme Court is. The Supreme Court gives... Well, well actually, I'll say the Supreme Court gives ideational uh, legitimacy, legitimacy to force. Yeah. To, yeah. To force. Uh, uh, so, so they're about ready to lose it, bigly. Yeah. And not only are they about to let it... They know Ruth Bader, man. I saw this one meme. It's so funny. Ruth Bader Ginsburg was put in one of them uh, uh, hand solo type deals. Yeah, yeah, frozen in carbonite. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Fr- fr- freeze her until the session. Just keep doing that because because uh, if that old girl goes down and and a, and Trump gets a, a second con- quote unquote conservative on the on the Supreme Court, man, that's gonna mess the left up for years. Yeah, uh, one of 
Yeah, it's 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 a it's a, it's a big thing. It's a bad thing. Of course, you never know though, because I mean George Bush picked John Roberts, yep. and John Roberts. Uh, I guess you could say John Roberts was a literalist, and at that point, he didn't really want him to be a literalist. And yeah, John Roberts made the right call because it's a tax. Obamacare is nothing but a tax. Yep. Whatever they want to call it, it's a tax, yep. and there's absolutely no limitation. That's why, like the the Seventeenth Amendment or the Sixteenth Amendment that that, that brought in the uh, uh, the income tax and created the IRS. That the Sixteenth Amendment wasn't even needed. Nope. The only reason they did the Sixteenth Amendment was because they needed more ideational influence factors added in to justify something that nobody in their right fucking minds wanted. Yep. Nobody, well, some people obviously did, but but by and large, nobody wanted the federal government to be able to have the power it, yeah, to yeah, come exactly. back. Yeah, yeah. Right. It, but, and it was to quiet the people that said the Constitution doesn't allow this. Well, of course it does. Right. It says that they can it tax does. It totally they want. Does. Yeah, it, it, yeah, there's no limitation. Yeah. I mean, you think about it. There's no limitations in the Constitution written saying that the that the the federal government cannot tax you more than so many no much percent. No. It says that it has to be uniform throughout the states. And I think that my understanding is that when they started doing these progressive taxes, that some people challenged that and said, well, it's not uniform. Well, guess what? The, the, the courts ruled that, yeah, no, it's, it's totally uniform. It's, it's uniform between the different states. It, it never said that it had to be uniform between individual people, which means that's a bunch of garbage, too. Like, I mean, it's, it literally, it, it, as, as defined and, and as interpreted, and, and really, as anyone would interpret it, the government can take everything they want from you. And, and it doesn't even limit it. To That's money. the thing. They can the government already. No, no, yeah. no, no. I, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to say it more plainly. The government owns everything. Yep. Yep. The U.S. Constitution was written in a way that the government owns everything. everything. Now, uh, uh, you know, from the perspective of the reality of power, the, even if you may own it, it doesn't mean you have the power to actually claim it and. And yeah, the government is limited. And when I say the government, and I know you know this, I'm saying this for your viewers, but when I right. say the government, I'm referring to the individuals who choose to take action that uh, uh, in the name of government. That That's what government is. It's the, the, the coercive enterprise, yeah. The yeah. coercive enterprise, right. It is the individuals that have chosen to act. Let's let's always remind ourselves, like, like you know, one of the things I've been trying to do when I'm talking about nation states making decisions is... Uh, and I don't always do this, but I'm trying to do it more and more. Right. It's not the United States of America. There's no such thing as the United States of America, like uh, like some sort of uh, cognizant uh, entity yeah. Yeah, right. that floats. You know, big-headed Uncle Sam floats across <laughs> the uh, Atlantic Ocean to Europe to tell them what's what. Right. No, the, the the what you see is if. Uh, if the United States of America right now has decided to do these tariffs with China and everything, it's not the United States acting. Yep. It's individuals. It's it's Donald Trump and whoever are the people that have decided to, you know, whether the degree to which it was Donald Trump's decision, whoever's decision, it was a it was the decision makers, individuals, and I want to know their fucking names, right. and it was the ones who are carrying out the orders, and I want to know their fucking names. Right. That's who it is. It's not the United States of America. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it's individuals. Individual yeah, yeah. And so, so in this case, with the 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 the, the Kavanaugh thing, you have, you, you know, it, it, what's interesting is you you can't fully predict what'll happen to somebody once they get on the Supreme Court. They don't always go the way that you you want them to go. Ken, and Ken, the people Kennedy was appointed by Reagan, right? Right, yeah. right, uh, and so was uh, Sandra Day O'Connor, who was 
definitely. She was another one of these uh, kind of swing vote kind yep. of people. Yep. Yep. Uh, I mean, Roberts was, again, appointed by Bush. And Roberts, you know, Roberts did the right thing. If you wanted a literalist, he he was a literalist. Right. You may not want to uh, accept that. I like he, his, his literal interpretation, but he, did, <laughs> he sure gave it to you. Now, yep. But I think his little interpretation was, like, pretty clear and easy to see. Right, Anybody right. that wanted to read the fucking Constitution. Right. And, and now you see people fighting over... I mean, and, and, you know, the, the, the left, you know, their reaction, their strategy, what are they using? They're, social they're really shaming. trying to use social shaming. They're like, oh, this is terrible. It's the worst of the worst catastrophes. And I mean, they're, they're, I hate them. I hate them with a fucking passion, by the way. I don't know if I ever told you that, but, uh, I, I fucking hate not them. Not so many words, but I, 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 I felt the, I felt the love that you, that you, that you, uh, well, well what from. I, what I really hate from them is, and I'm, and I still haven't assessed whether that's, uh, you know, if if my strat if if I want to see uh, voluntary actions, uh, voluntary forms of governance uh, emerge, it's it's it might not be bad what they're doing. I'm just not a hundred percent sure. What I what I really hate about them is is they're using. I mean, ev- the, the, ev- the, they all use fear. I just right. think that they're using fear at at. at 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 constant high pitched like levels, pitch, yeah, at all times, and, yeah. And I think it's hurting people. I think it's really, it's not, it, it's it's hurting relationships. It's and maybe they need to be hurt. I don't know. I don't think they do. Uh, and 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 they're doing it where they're holding up Donald Trump. And I'm not a fan of Donald Trump. I, I his immigration policy, the worst. There's a lot of things I don't like about him, but the the thing that's most hideous to me is the whole immigration thing. How people are being gathered up and all that whole thing. But that's been going on for years. Okay, exactly. not just exactly. under Donald Trump. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not giving him a pass on this at all. No, no, no. Let's say, well, you know, Obama did it. Yeah, no, no, no. There. He's, yeah, a he's dick the one doing it. Uh, but but the left, they're like telling you why Donald Trump is so hideous because he's going to use government to try to control you. But meanwhile, what do they have in laying in wait? Right. They right. have fucking programs. They 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 they're the ones that are running around saying that that hate speech is not free speech. Yep. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, where I'm coming down on Christian if there love. is such Christian a thing love. as well, I said it was Christian love. Okay. If there is such a thing as hate speech, you know, I'll say. Uh oh, that's terrible. <laughs> technical, that's un- technical difficulty there. Technical uh, difficulties full. Uh, but but if there is if there is hate speech and you're walking down the street, you know you're a Nazi and you're waving your little flags and you know if people come out and punch you, I don't <laughs> fucking blame them. Right, I don't blame right, them at right, all. Right, right. Go ahead. That's not a violation of your First Amendment. It's only a violation of your First Amendment quote unquote rights if the police do it. Right. But if the police, if the government isn't doing it, it's just like people that are just like Someone sick of your you. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And and I kind of feel like that about the left. Like uh, you know, when they march down the streets and they want to like hold up their jerk water shit, I think they should just be punched. <laughs> really, I mean, not by the government. I'm not advocating any government punching one way or another. Only <laughs> but, only only private sector punching of the of of. Uh... Well, that's like the you know the the whole hel- uh, helicopters for communists thing. It's like, but they're private yeah. helicopters. They're not government. Yeah, it's private helicopters. Purely, this is yeah. purely private, uh, volunt- free market, free market uh, communist removal services. Yeah, I mean, um, dude, if you <laughs> act like a dick, don't be surprised if people fuck you up. That's that's the bottom line. That's that's the way that I look at it. One, it's and, more that if you if you are 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 using 
Are you, if you are advocating for someone to be completely robbed and stripped of their dignity, possessions, and possibly their life because you don't like how they're living it, whether it's under the, the name of communism, the, you know, MAGAism, uh, whatever, whatever, when, not if, but when people violently react to that, guess what? Like you, you, first of all, you set the court, you set the discourse by, by advocating for them to be harmed. And second of all, you're really pissing them off and, and, you know, and, and, and hitting them where they live. And, and now you're shocked, you know, Oh, what, you know, why are they being uncivil? Well, I don't know. Maybe you were threatening to murder them and take everything they own. That, that might, that might be a clue as to what got them a little, that might've been the part where they got angry at you. Yeah. Yeah. Good starting point. (laughs) But now what the left wants to do is they want to bring the government. They want the government to be the one to show up and crack your head. Oh, of course. Uh, And that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's a no go. But you know, both the 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 state of unstate face left and the state of unstate face right, they're they're both. I love you guys. I have I have some leftist statist friends, and you know I love of you. We all do. Yeah, yeah. And and I have some statist rightist friends, and you know I love you. But your pieces of shit. <laughs> but, but he loves yeah, you. and and loves I you. love you, man. I love you. But uh, your pieces of shit. And when I see like the left get so indignified and so self-righteous about the the dangers of Donald Trump. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. You think Obama was a good guy. Yeah. Okay? And you think that piece of shit fucking garbage head was a good guy. The, and, the, and now tens of thousands of bombs he dropped and millions of Yeah, that was fine. Yeah, that was, was all fine. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I said I tell people, you know, Obama talked about peace and love while he engaged in, you know, uh, murder and mayhem here and abroad. Donald Trump talks about murder and mayhem while he engages in murder and mayhem. That's really the key yeah, difference. Is that, that is is that you're right. Is that they're both essentially doing the same thing. That you know each president kind of each president and each Congress kind of escalates it a little higher than the last one for the most part. Uh, but at least it has been the last uh, you know 50, 60 years. Right, it's, right, right, right. It's trending in that direction. But it's it's a rhetoric thing. Obama will talk about the, you know, about, you know, uh, what, what was he saying? Uh, you know, separating families is not a value that we have. What about when you drone bombed and separated, he separated the brains families. from their, for, you know, the brains from children in foreign countries because they were in you know, right. poor countries that couldn't defend themselves? Or when you were enacting the very same policies we're talking about, maybe not quite as robustly as Trump is, but you were doing it. The fact that you were doing it at all. Who were you to tell me you can't? You were separating kids from families. What about when you're separating kids from families by enforcing war on drugs rules that you yourself said were bad? But oh well, by golly, I still got to do it. And by golly, I'm not going to use my uh, my pardon pen to pardon them, even though I can, because that'll look bad in you know in Wisconsin and for re-election. Like you know, so I, it, when people are, are telling me about how horrible Trump is, I'm like, Trump talks about what Obama did, and and. The difference is Obama, you know, had a more slick game about how we did it. And 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 Trump is the one thing I appreciate about Trump is that he doesn't pull he doesn't mask what it is he's doing for the most part. He'll try to explain how it's for your protection because he loves America and blah, blah, blah. But he's saying straight up like, you know, he was just talking about this thing with the, the borders and he's like, well, if they don't want to come here, they shouldn't break the law. OK, well, that's the official government position. It was the official government position when Obama was uh, when, when Obama was president, when, when, you know, W Bush was president, when Clinton was president, I kind of like that. He's saying it, if only because it gets people to realize like government's not here to be your friend. Government's here to tell you what to do and to tell other people what to do. 
and to hurt you really bad if you don't listen. I think, I think what you said there with uh, Obama saying now. Now, by the way, I do want to say about Obama, he did say some vicious things. I can't remember anything like right offhand, but I mean, I know like he 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 would go after Fox News with regularity. And, oh, of course, yeah, he would. He would uh, you attack know, his, his but that was fine when yeah. when. Uh, don't get me wrong, I don't like Fox News. I'm not defending Fox, but I mean, he would go after the press. Oh, yeah. especially Fox News and so you know Trump going after the press now all of a sudden it's you know it's a constitutional crisis because he's challenging the fifth estate the fifth estate. oh you mean like fucking uh, or the what is it the fourth estate or fourth, fifth, which one which fourth, fourth, fourth. He's, whatever one of our many estates is being challenged right right yeah, yeah I, think, I think it might be the fourth estate I, I think uh, it's the fifth column in the fourth estate yeah 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 it's uh, uh but anyway he's, yeah, he's yeah. Uh, you know obama did that too uh, he didn't do it quite as often and, and obama said some nasty things too about people he was very vicious at times he joked but he about was, drone bombing he, kids that the guys that right to right because they were talk, yeah, yes yeah. yes that was one of these uh national press club things right right, right. uh uh, so um, the, Obama didn't do it nearly as much, and Obama, Obama was, you know, he's civil, you know, and civil sucks, man. Civil fucking sucks. Civil is like, you know, it's it's a it's a it's a band aid over a gaping bloody sore that's underneath, and it's like, okay, maybe the band aid could cover the sore, uh, but but the because the sore maybe the the hole is like small, but the the. The sore is deep and bloody right, and infected. And festering and yeah. You know, fucking Trump, man. He's not, he's no fucking Band-Aid. You can look right down the hole. No. And uh, and when I say you look right down the hole, don't get me wrong. You can't see deep all the way down right. the hole. But right. you can see way deeper you see way than you could than, before. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so Trump is a rude, crude motherfucking bastard. And and he is, in, a, in essence, what, what, what has been going on for, for decades, I believe, with the Democrats and the Republicans and how they have uh, managed to position themselves for power, such as whatever part of that is real, whatever that part is kabuki theater. Some of it is real. Most of it's kabuki theater, but I think some of it is real. Uh, but the, the the battle was always the Republicans were always the the, the upstanding ones, the civil ones. Oh, yeah. uh, and, and yeah. Again, with 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 exceptions, not just like Obama, they could be vicious too, and they could be fear mongers and all that. They'd done all that too, but but still, they were always the ones that you know they took the high road, and yeah. you know they're the and so the Democrats, you know, they could say nasty motherfucking things about the Republicans, and Republicans would respond with a smile, right. and then after a while, like I remember because I was a Republican, I went through all that. I was like, when are you people gonna just like just take fight off back. the gloves yeah, like, like that's doing, what i used to say i was a a, a sort of conser- a libertarian leaning conservative i was a republican that liked weed and, and machine guns and 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 i i i would say the same thing when are we gonna fight like they do and and yeah i said that all the time that when, their, when, when, when are we role. gonna yeah. yeah and then and then uh you know i i don't know if i'll say this i'll say it almost from a sports spectator kind of perspective sadly Donald Trump came along after I had already left because I would have enjoyed Donald Trump as a conservative. I would have loved him as a. I would have been like, finally, a dickhead. Even though we need a dick. Right. Even though we he's got not really, a dickhead. Even though he's not really an ideological conservative in a lot of ways, he is the the Republican partisan brawler of of every Republican's dreams. Or, what or most what idiot? What, what what Republican leader is a quote unquote ideological? Well, and that's the thing. Exactly. He's, you know, he's no more or less of a rhino, quote unquote, than any of the others, but right. he fights hard 
And he's also, he hits back, he's man. Also leading or at least harnessing. I'm not sure if he's leading it or harnessing it, uh, or if there's really a huge difference. But because um, he's in front either way, um, this sort of subculture, the true counterculture at this point, which is this sort of like sort of a mix between the alt right and these sort of like 4chan weaponized autism trolls who, you know, are, are like, they finally are, you know, they, they've been sick of, of being told you can't say this, you can't say that, sort of being governed under, they are this generation's beatniks and hippies, um, in my mind, because they're like, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this, you can't do that. Well, I'm going right. to do this they're, and that. They're the rebels. Yeah, they're the they, rebels, exactly. They're, they're the rebel alliance is the is the ones being called Nazis, are and some of them are actual, literal, like, national socialists, but a lot of them aren't even necessarily, you know, and I, you know, they call them the alt-light or whatever. They're not even necessarily conservative or even necessarily political other than just this, this, you know, they're more like in the societal thing of stop telling me what to do and what to say. I'm going to say and do whatever I want. And I'm going to hitch my, hitch my wagon to this guy who talks about grabbing women by the pussy and everything. Like, I mean, he'll say, literally anything he wants even things that the vast majority of us you know would agree is probably not the best thing to say he'll say that too and he doesn't care and then he'll say i'll say that like i mean there's there's nothing the man won't say and uh and even as president if anything it's emboldened him to say even more uh uh uh, bold and crazy things um and 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 they love it and the reason they love it is the same reason why the 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 beatniks loved you know, you know, in their, in their, you know, poetry saying stuff that, you know, violated, you know, different, you know, anti-subversive acts or whatever, or that the hippies, you know, loved that, you know, uh, uh, Hendrix or Joplin or, 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 you know, uh, I guess even Martin Luther King or something like that would say things that weren't okay to be said in, in but they said it beautifully. They said it so nicely. They said they were, yeah, nice about Trump, it. Trump has no art, very Trump's little art. Meaning. I won't yeah. say no art, but very little art. Yeah. But the, but the the problem, as I see it, uh, I understand why Trump is to a certain degree, and why he's so popular with the people that he's popular with. Right. Uh, and I, I mean, I understand. You know, I, I had. Uh, well, let me let me back up a little bit. Um, do you know the Apollonian Dionysian uh, theory of like the 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 patterns of history? I've heard of Dionysus. I've not heard of the, the patterns of history. So, so the Apollonian and the Dionysian. Dionysius was the god of wine. So it's uh, 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 Apollo is 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 disciplined, rigid, structured, and Dionysius is you know let's have a good time. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know it, it seemed to me in the sixties, seventies, eighties, maybe to some degree in the nineties, um, th- there was a Dionysian time, and and things kind of. You know, they were kind of like in a transition phase, like going from the Dionysian to the Apollonian. But what I didn't expect was that the Apollonian would come from the left and not the right. Right. It's the, the left that has become yeah, yeah, the yeah. new, the new morality police that they're <laughs> they're going they're going to dictate to you. You know, they're gonna they're gonna you know they they gave us the word racism and they and they filled it with hate. You know, justifiably. I'm not right, saying it's right. bad, but they filled us with hate with that word racism. It's like a cancer. 
if you say somebody's a racist, I mean, especially if they really are, I mean, that's a horrible, horrible thing in our culture, which I'm, I'm glad about that. But then what they did was they expanded the definition. They didn't change the, 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 the tenor of the word. They expanded the definition. And they keep expanding the definition to what, what qualifies you as being a racist. And, and you know, like, uh, the only people who can be racist now are white people. Why, why the fuck do you think a white person wants to have a conversation with you in, in which right away the terms of the conditions are, listen, no matter what you say, you're, you're fucked. Yeah. There Not, was, you're, you're racist. You're fucked. You're using your white. Why the fuck would a white person want to have a conversation yeah, yeah. with you? Yeah, yeah. No, they're not going to want to. But, but the, 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 this, this is where I'm getting to now with the, the problem that I see with someone like Trump emerging, which, well, I say problem. I'm, I, again, I haven't decided whether ultimately maybe some of the things that I can't stand, and I can't stand Trump, uh, but maybe some of the things that I can't stand, maybe in the end is actually going to work in my favor. I'm not sure. But the way I see it, uh, Trump has basically created you know, the, the dialectical uh, answer to the left. Uh, and I don't know that there is a a synthesis on the horizon. There might be, and this is where I'm kind of unsure about what's going to happen, whether whether what Trump is doing is good or not, because the left has some good points. They have some valid issues that they are bringing up. Right. The Black Lives Matter is not emerging from a vacuum. No. Feminism didn't emerge from a vacuum. No. There, there really was such a there. Uh, do we really have a patriarchy today? Well, it's kind of more mixed than it was. I would say we're more patriarchal than not. And I'm not necessarily saying that's a bad thing, by the way, bad or good. I'm not saying, but uh, we we did have society, a society where individuals who, because of of the color of their skin, uh, who because of their 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 sexual sexuality, their sexual orientation, their gender, right. uh, that 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 they they faced a much heavier, uh, uh, a much steeper hill to climb right. than 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 many other people, and right. and and they're still we're still in some degree trapped in that world. We're not fully out of that. We no. we still have language. We still have assumptions. Uh, deep, like, you know, like we say mankind and, uh, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing to suggest maybe we should say humankind instead of mankind and not reinforce that, you know, men are somehow more, have more gravitas and weight than women. I don't, I don't mind that. Uh, I'm not totally against, you know, if you call political correctness, right, right. Uh, uh, but of course they, they, I mean, they go way beyond that course, from, yeah. Hey, you know, let's, let's have a fucking conversation and let's, uh, you know, let's try to encourage one another maybe to to uh, be a little bit more open minded when we meet individuals and and treat individuals like individuals and assess them based on who, you know, Martin Luther King's, uh, you know, that I want to be judged by the content of my character, not right, the color right, of my skin. Right. Well, I want to be judged by the content of my character, too, and not the color of my skin and not my religious belief and not my sexual preference. And and yet they're creating a paradigm that actually it does it 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 is it's like listen man you had it easy you had this uh 
you know, they imagined that I had it easy. I really didn't, but you know, I did have some advantages that I, you know, I, I can give one example. I was pulled over once when I was 19, 20 years old after making an illegal U-turn. Uh-oh. I had, I had, I had weed on me. I had a fair amount of weed on me and I was drunk. Uh, and the cop pulled me over and I was a skinny little white boy with uh, nerdy glasses. Fucking said, uh, just give you a warning. I don't think he would have the same reaction if I was a you know a black person. I don't think so. Very, I think I very possibly not. Yeah. yeah. I, I think if you want to say, did I have white privilege there? Yep, I did. Uh, but you know, I, I'm 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 not ashamed of it. Uh, I, I'm not also proud of it. Either way, I don't care. It happened. It, it happened. There's nothing and, and, uh, you can do about it. And there's nothing I could do about it. And uh, I don't feel bad that uh, I didn't get arrested. I don't feel bad at all. But I do recognize that there is such a you know to a certain degree that I would call you know there is this this white privilege. But but I'm not going to base my whole life around trying to pay back all the benefits that I've had from fucking white privilege. I'm not going to give you my shit. I'm not sending you my stuff. Right. You're going to have to fucking come and take it. But at the same hand, I am absolutely for leveling the playing field more and more for individuals to be judged as individuals and not level, as yeah. associations yeah. or yeah. collectives or whatever. Uh, so, so the left has identified legitimate issues, and their answer is to replace one horribly oppressive collectivist way of thinking with another horrible collectivist way of thinking well, so that, they want to and that's the thing ahead. like you know the inter, you know intersectionality the more i read of it i'm like this sounds like original sin like you're you were born with this identity and therefore you know as a at, let's say as a a black male well you were on scared. whose fucking authority well and that's exactly that's it yeah. and, you know, yeah. that that's when you that's when you take out your fucking sterner you know, you yeah. got a lot of fucking spooks there dude yeah, exactly yeah and For, uh yeah, you know what your spooks have yeah. no power over me if you show up with guns, that might, but just, that's what I, it's going to take. And just for, for the benefit of our viewing audience, um, uh, because specifically we're talking about black people and using the term spooks. Uh, 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 Sterner, yeah, I'm, I'm referring to Sterner spooks. Right. Sterner uses the term spooks to refer to basically constructs that we use uh, to justify uh, to justify things. Not, I'm giving a very poor uh, explanation, but basically, you know, uh, ideas like rights uh, morality, um, you know, what's right and wrong, things like that are what he calls spooks. And, and Sterner believes that ultimately we're all doing what we, what we can, uh, with what we can get. And that, you know, if we do something, let's say for example, uh, you know, if something, if we do something because, um, if, and, and using the example of a toothbrush, uh, Paul has a, a toothbrush, uh, the reason that allegedly, I, yeah, <laughs> Paul has an object. We'll call it a toothbrush. Allegedly, um, the reason I take Paul's toothbrush isn't because he has a natural right to own that toothbrush, and that my, you know, I don't, I'm not going to violate that that natural right that he has. The reason that I don't take his toothbrush is essentially, first of all, I like Paul and I don't want to take his stuff. Uh, I like I, Paul as a spook. Yeah, but I, go ahead. Oh, really? Yeah, that's a spook. I can't like people. No, no, you can like people, but you have to you have to root it to why you like them. How what how do they satisfy you that you like them? It's not just a general I like you. Okay. I mean, I like you, Spike. I like you. You know why I like you? I get on I, I get on the Facebooks and uh Spike shows up and Spike is sarcastic, he makes me laugh, good interchanges, helps me think and it's good, you know, positive communications and yeah, it helps me and uh it entertains me. 
So that's why I like you. It's okay. not it's not like some gener- general like eh, I like you. Nope, I know why. I know why liking Spike pleases me. Like why it serves my corporate why it serves preferences. And so by my not taking your tooth by my taking your toothbrush that gets in the way of the things that make me happy about my association with you. Well, it could prevent it could potentially alter that association significantly. Right. And then also additional things are you're very far away from me. So the the amount of resources that I'd have to expend to go and take your toothbrush are going yeah. to be too much. And if I get your toothbrush, you've already used it. And I would prefer to just it would it would be more beneficial to me to go to a store up the road. So and buy it's, a toothbrush. Yeah. yeah, right. It's 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 yeah. 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 If, if you're going to take a coercive act. Right. Um, you're only going to do so if. There is, if if you perceive yeah. that the cost of committing the coercive act is uh, not as high as the potential reward, right, right, for so whatever that, reason, right. whether so you're that, a Muslim suicide bomber or right. or Spike trying to, yeah, man, what the fuck are you on my? I gotta watch my toothbrush now. <laughs> Your toothbrush is safe. I use the lock that bit. shit up, man. Um, lock that uh, shit up. But uh. So that, so I need a toothbrush locker. That's what, what I I, I'm surprised they don't have. They have those little things that go on, but they, they, they don't. They lock. need one now. Now I know. They, you know what? I'm going to invent it and I'm going to copyright it. A wealthy man with your with your. And I'm going to fucking copy. Yo, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, man, I thought of that first. Nobody else. If you fucking try to lock your toothbrush up, you better pay me. I have this piece of paper, and it says right here. I yeah. came up with this first. Yeah. Um, yes. Exactly. exactly. So, so that's what 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 he was referring to when he when he was saying spooks because that I I already saw the writing on the wall with with the the comments there. Um, oh, was there was there a comment? No, no, no. Oh, just that me... there will be. Um, and uh, oh, will uh, there, be? there there eventually will be. Um, or even just like people I know asking. So I'm glad that we that we addressed that. Um, uh, speaking something that isn't spooky, by the way, is uh, Ruedo Casina dance classes by uh, Stephen Messina of uh, Messina Dance Company. Uh, he does a Ruedo, Rueda Casino, which is a really cool Cuban style of salsa dancing, uh, on Mondays at 6.15 p.m. at Triangle Dance Studios in Durham, North Carolina, uh, and then also on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. at Infinity Ballroom in Charlotte, North Carolina. That is Stephen Messina with Messina Dance Company. I, I wanted to go back to my understanding of spooks for Sterner. Sure. And I think I have a simpler I think cleaner, simpler definition, okay. uh, which is basically spooks are ideas that prevent you from understanding uh, why you do something. Okay. And it prevents you from understanding who you are. And like where, where I may differ from Sterner or why I may not consider myself an egoist is uh, I I, I don't know that Sterner talks about preference so much as uh, rooting everything back to yourself. And it's kind of the same thing in a way. But uh, um, I, I, I think that uh, when we allow ourselves to, be live, to, to, to live on spooks, and I still have spooks. We all have spooks. I'll never get rid of all my spooks. Right. But, uh, and sometimes I, I recognize that I have a spook and I'm like, you know what, right now that kind of works for me. I'm okay with that spook. I know it's a spook and I might get to it at some point, but right now 
no, man, I got to get this thing done right now, and I need that spook. Right. But <laughs> well, you, you've talked about that with property, with the concept of property and rights. Right. Yeah. With property, yeah. Which, which is that I don't believe that property exists. It's a total. It's a. It is a social property. Is a social construct. But oh, I find it yeah. extremely. It's a. In a it's it's a word. This like I'm not against ideational influence. Property course, is an ideational influence that right. reduces the chance that uh, individuals will be willing to use force against one another. Right, right, like right. Like you said with the toothbrush, you know, if, if you believe that I have natural rights, I don't necessarily want you to stop at natural rights. Right. Uh, I think natural rights is a spook. But if you were at natural rights, I could totally coexist with you. I don't need you to get all the spooks out of your head. And if that was your spook, I'd be like, I could live with that spook. Right, that's a nice one to have, exactly. Yeah, that's like, a nice like, one to have. Boundaries, right, 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 right. Yeah, and it's a good yeah. construct on, a, on an organizational level or a societal level because we're all competing for scarce resources. And any way that we can do that in a collaborative you know, a trading mechanism and, 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 you know, um, you know, oh, you have this, well, I have this, or I can do this for you, or I know someone that can help you with this, as opposed to I'm going to murder you for that, or I'm going to, I'm going to take that from you. And if you, if you fight back, I'll, you know, if you try to stop me, I'll use, violence. you know, anything that we can, that we can have that, that helps to organize us or, or, or set some kind of boundaries to allow us to work together or at least not against each other uh is a is a net benefit for everyone i think and 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 typically the concept of rights and property lends itself very heavily to having that net benefit so that's why i like it but it's definitely and that was a tough one for me because coming into anarchy i'm like it's all about property rights and you know natural rights and everything else and, and that was your spook that, that was, was your spook. that exactly. was your foundation that was my new foundation it replaced the constitution and that was my new foundation that in my my personal morality that's rooted in my in my uh in in my in my faith but in terms of like societally why we should you know get along and so forth it, it was founded in that and um and and reading if anything, that was harder for me, and I, I'm still battling with it a little bit. But that's been harder with, for, uh, for me to get my head around and and to let go of that spook than, for example, you know, well, the Constitution is the is is you know a, a supreme document to protect sacrosanct yeah, sacrosanct word. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was not hard. It was kind of easy to give that up compared, at least, to the the concept of rights itself. Um, so, so no, I'm, I'm definitely with you there, but, but no, I, I agree with you that it is a, it is a, a beneficial thing, or at least a, typically a beneficial thing. Yeah. And, or, or, you know, I haven't re I haven't finished the second half, so let's, I don't know if he's going to get there or not, but for me, I, I believe that, uh, I mean, I, I've made it clear that my, one of my core preferences, such as I understand it, I'm willing to admit that it might not be the core preference or a one of the core preferences, but I believe it is, right. is, is to be due to, to have the ability to choose action that faces the least amount of physical threat or, uh, application of, of, of force as possible. Okay. That's, that's, that's one of my preferences. Right. That's one of my core preferences. And I actually believe I really believe that that is the core preference of almost everyone. And I'm not, I, you know, I, that's wild speculation on my part. So I might feel differently two months from now, but I've, I believe this now for about two years. So, so far it's held the, the test that I've, I've run, run it through. But I, I believe, see for me, when I, I see spooks, I see impediments to people getting to a root 
that would create better neighbors for me. Right. That right. I believe that if people started to understand that this was this was really one of their core preferences to have the power to act with the least amount of physical threat or applicational force as possible, they're they're going to they're going to start to understand why it's important, unless unless they're superheroes. And they and they or or they believe they're superheroes. Uh, right, either right. way, if they believe they're superheroes, they're going to be dead soon. But it, uh, unless they're superheroes and they they have no worries whatsoever, the, anything they do is 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 not going to uh, hurt them physically. They, you know, they can walk up to somebody and punch them. There are no worries. No worries of uh, yeah. you know yeah you know ninety nine point nine percent of us we don't have that 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 luxury. Uh, but if we if we come to that realization that what we want to do is reduce the the, the physical force threat, uh, what we we come to realize is that we have to have people around us that have the ability to live the lives of their own choosing as much as possible without having to take from us. Right. So we need our we need our neighbors to be somewhat prosperous. We need our neighbors to have a sense to 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 stand in their own preferences to understand that. Uh, and, and, and then they'll begin to understand why it's important that individuals need to be working with other, I won't say need, but if you want to live near people, uh, okay. If, if, unless you want to go out in the woods and go live by yourself, exactly. right. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. And you can choose that. But, but outside of it, if you choose to live among people that you have to realize that in order for you to reach that core preference, you need individuals, uh, you need to be able to work with individuals and you need to, re- to respect their natural rights, if you want to call them natural rights or whatever you want, that that they're useful, that they that they create ideational boundaries for one another, that uh, reduce the 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 chance that conflict, that physical conflict will emerge, right. and and they protect us against, you know, uh, if if we're rooted in satisfying self. Then we're a lot less likely, and 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 at the end of the day, that's all we really ever do is we satisfy self. We just have spooks that prevent us from right, seeing this. From but it, still, yeah. we're a lot less likely to choose, you know, sacrifice yourself for the good of the whole, sacrifice yourself for your country, and yep. you know that that you know create you know de- yeah. demonize yeah. that person over there whose whose only crime really is that they they're in a different country than you. Yeah. I I think we're a whole hell of a lot less likely to have that happen. So. Yeah. That's that's why I'm so uh, you know like I don't I don't I get along with ANCOMs I get along with ANCAPs and I don't really care about communism or capitalism and you know give it a try man I don't care uh, I I I don't even know what will emerge in a world in which all in just say hypothetically we lived in a world in which all individuals understood these deep core preferences and they understood the own their own limitations. And how they needed individuals around them. I think that I, I can't even imagine all the all the innovative forms of governance that will emerge that none of us have even thought about yet. Like communism and capitalism, shit might emerge that is like totally alien to all of that. I have right, no right, idea. Right, right. I don't know. Right, because uh, people so, are, are acting in their own in their own self interest, but also respecting that their bet their self interest overall is is best met by. By cooperating with others in a voluntary manner. Yes, and yeah, and and now uh, coupled with that, I'm I, I want to see people that uh, I, I I believe that uh, it's not ideational power alone that will keep that in check. It's got to be demonstrable social 
uh, and and even force power. So you need individuals and free associations that can take care of themselves when when they need to. They can grow their own food. They can take care of their sick and educate their kids. Whatever whatever they got to do, you know, they can they can do. They have a certain amount of self reliance and self sustainability. Right. Whether it's at the, at both the individual level and at free association levels, and they also, by the way, that also means that they have uh, they have means to deter force threats. They have force, force equalizers, if you amendment. will. The Second Amendment. <laughs> second Amendment. That's All right. What the yes. The Second Amendment is for Paul. Clearly, the Second Amendment was an appeasement, but anyway, um, it was it, it was a recognition of the reality of power at the time. Ex- exactly. Exactly. It was because if you didn't have the Second that, Amendment, they would have fucked you up. Exactly. Okay. If you didn't and recognize you know that these people had guns, <laughs> and we're not going to give them up. The very yeah. first battle you're going to have as the United States of America is against a bunch of angry anti uh, anti federalists who are going to win. They yeah, right, right, right. That, that's what the constitution. The constitution was a recognition of the reality of power, but written in a way that uh, as the reality of power shifted, yep. the so too could the power manifest by the central authority. Shift. Exactly. Yeah. Because uh, it, it was funny reading that. Like, if you read who the anti federalists were. They were the ones doing the bulk of the fighting. And and it was the sort of and again there were some exceptions, but it was sort of the the more, you know, effet, milk toast, you know, lawyer types that were, you know, saying no, we need to go from the Articles of Confederation to the Constitution. And it was the ones who actually like were standing there, you know, ten, you know, twenty feet away from, you know, a line of red coats, you know, sitting there with a powdered wig. Uh, you know, casually loading their musket again to fire at the, you know, these were some hardcore people that were the ones saying, no, I don't like this at all. And so the Bill of Rights was really just to keep them from, you know, killing everyone and, and you know, and, and say, no, in fact, you know, we're not even doing the Articles of Confederation anymore at this point. Um, so I, I it's reading it within that lens. It makes much the Bill of Rights doesn't make sense up against the, the seven articles unless you realize that they were put in there to appease a group of people that had more people, more power, uh, more force power than the people who were writing the constitution, then it makes sense. Well, the constitution was the force power equalizer because it created ideational power to negate the force power, exactly. uh, disadvantage. That's, right. that's what it was about. Right. Uh, but, uh, I mean, the constitution, it, 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 it created a government, that was structured in a certain way and, and assumed certain uh, roles that it could take and certain roles that it could not take based upon the uh, uh, the reality of power. Right. And it was at a time when a little bit less than maybe 50 years before that, but still pretty, pretty hardcore in order to live in America, for the most part, unless you lived in one of the cities and there weren't a lot of cities and they weren't very big, you had to pretty much know how to do shit. And you had to, I mean, it was a, you, you weren't like, uh, waking up and wondering, you know, how do I improve my life and how do I figure out who I am? And you were like, how the fuck am I going to eat today? Okay. I got to do this. I got to work 15 hours to get food on the table, you know, Uh, but they were, they had to do shit themselves. They, they got stuff done. They were, they, they had guns, they had farms, they knew how to build shit from nothing. They were self-reliant. They were self-sustaining. So there was only so much you could do with people like that. Yeah, because they're not scared. You can't scare them with 
with, well, we're going to imprison you. Okay, great. Now you're responsible for feeding me. Uh, well, so, we're, we're going to kill you. Well, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to die soon anyway, and I might as well die fighting for something I believe in. You know, we're going to, we're going to do this. We're going to do like, I'm, I, you know, the very rugged, sufficient, self-sufficient people. There's not much you can threaten. Now, you know, they could threaten to shut off the internet or, you know, mess with your 401k and people lose their minds. But back then it was like, what were you going to scare them with? They, they, they weren't scared. They weren't scared, but you did have some power over them. Uh, you had ideational power in two areas. You had, on one hand, you there there. I I think there still would have been a pretty good mix of this. Uh, I know uh, the historical conversation as far as the legitimacy of rule had shifted recently, so that it was no longer so much the divine right of kings, right. Uh, as it was. Uh, 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 what do they call it? An, an accountable government. Consent uh, of the governed. Yes, yes, yeah, that's it. The, the, right. the, the whole consent of the of the governed thing. That 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 that's another spook. Of course. And so so you had these folks that that had these ideational influences in their lives, whether it was the divine right of kings or this uh, consensual governance uh, myth. That uh, e- even though these people were fiercely independent, they they weren't totally independent. And in large part because of this ideational power that was in their own heads. Right. And so imagine, though, if you, had, uh, if you had a geographical region in which the individuals within that region were self-reliant, self-sustaining uh, at the individual and free association levels, and they did not have the spooks. If they had, if they had killed the spooks and they had come to terms with with why they do what they do if they whether whether whatever they have to face in themselves because some of them like even me you know i found some ugly stuff about myself that i in in my process of of stripping myself down i found some ugly things that i had to think about like do i really want to is that is that really do i really want to continue do i want to try to get rid of that uh preference right right. is that really and, and and you you learn like you have you have short term mid term long term preferences and how are your preferences aligning are your are you are your are your short term preferences totally at odds with your long term preferences by the way I'm going to say in in most cases they are most people are short term preference focused but imagine if you had a uh, a uh, 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 you know even if there's like you know seventy eighty percent of the people in that land that that's who they were fuck with them right try and start a fucking government. Right. Fuck with them. Yeah, exactly. You know, this is why you know I, I talk about the. I'm not interested. You know, the commies. They want to redistribute uh, the wealth. I don't want to redistribute the wealth. I want to redistribute power, and power to me is the ability to act and influence the action of others within those four spheres. So I'm looking at individuals and free associations that are strong in all those spheres. Right. In in the 1381 peasants' result, which I talk about all the time, and right, I'll right, continue. Right. I think it's such a great. Oh, in so many ways, it's, it's, it's you, you couldn't write something better as, an, as, as examples that you can then look at as far as my understanding of the reality of power. They, they had everything. They had the demonstrable power. They had the social power. Yep. And, and they had the force power. And, and there they were on, uh, on, on whatever the hell that, that, that field was that they were on with uh, Richard II. And, and they had all that advantage over them except for one, one powerful disadvantage. And that was ideational, and that was the divine right of kings, like right. John Ball, the 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 one of the he was he was a priest, and he was one of the leaders of the of the peasants' revolt. Now he understood 
he understood he was going for way more than what the populace was going for when he, you know, where Adam delved and Eve, Eve where Adam delved and Eve span, who was first the gentleman. In other words, this whole idea of nobility is shit. Right. right. It doesn't exist. Yeah. It's like he, he was like totally dismantling the whole divine right of kings. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, not everybody was with him and they, they hadn't killed that spook. And so when Richard wa- walks out to them after they had just killed, they just fucking killed their leader. Well, they, he was going to die. He was injured. They just killed their leader. And then Richard walks out to this crowd ready to just, they have, they have the power. They have the advantage. Right, right, right. And he's like, listen, man, I am the king. Trust me. I'm going to make this right. And they're like, well, you know, he's the king. You know, fucking divine right of kings. Right. And that was it. And then, you they know. They could have killed the, him right there. They could have ended the whole thing right there. Right, right. Like and, then, and then the counter-revolution happened. Right. Much right. like it happened in America. <laughs> which is, the Constitution is basically a counter-revolutionary document. It's right. not a revolutionary document. And uh, then, uh yeah, that was it. That was, uh, you know, there was a few years where you see some little, little sparse rebellions here and there, but by and large, I mean, the king conceded on, they conceded on a couple minor points, well, that you know, the, the Pope that was, Act. That was the Magna Carta, right? That's what that culminated No, in. no, 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 it wasn't Magna Carta. Oh, okay. That's King John. That's another, that's oh, another story. Okay. That's 12, what is that? What the heck? When's 1215? Is that the Magna Carta? That, the Magna Carta, King John and the Magna Carta, that, was, that wasn't about individuals. That was about two classes. That was about the king's class and the baron class. And it was a recognition that the king better pay attention to the barons and not just try to trample all over them. That's the Magna okay, Carta. Okay, okay, <laughs> that's, that's not the liberating document. I right, right, think right, right, right. Think it. But, but at any rate, uh, because they didn't have that. So like, if I, if I want to see... You call it liberty. Uh, let's just call it liberty. Uh, what the heck? Liberty is a spook, but um, let's just use that word anyway. If I want to see liberty emerge, non-coercive governance models emerge, I need. I, I know that what is needed are people who, who are strong in all four spheres of, of, of power, of influence, in terms of you know the social influence, the demonstrable influence, the force influence, and yes, by God, the ideational influence. Yep. And then crickets, and then we fell. And that was it. Well, uh, and, and where we're at right now is I don't think people are even open to listen. Well, I see 90 plus percent of the people, I don't think they're even open to hearing the ideational message. Some are. I mean, I was, you are. But even it's like, man, when you take on an, ide- an idea, and, I, and, and, and yeah, I am taking on an idea. The idea I'm taking on is that course of governance model. You know what? That course of governance model, it might not be, like, necessary. Right, right. Maybe, maybe it's not inevitable. Maybe it's not necessary. I mean, that was a, that was a huge identity death for me, man. Yeah. yeah. It fucked me up. Yeah. I mean, especially me because I was politically active. I was a political activist. I was, you know, I was involved in political campaigns and yeah that was my that was my jam right right and now you're, uh, you're thinking this whole thing is a lie and why am i even doing it yeah yeah right uh, so um but still i was i was at, at some point i was willing to let go uh and i can't describe like what makes a person able to let go of of key identities that uh have to die if they're to reject ideas that really 
don't actually meet their core preferences. Right. If right, they right. really begin to fully understand. Now they they'll meet some. Maybe they meet some some short term, maybe even some midterm preferences, but they're really not meet, meeting your long term preferences, buddy. You you just don't know it. Uh, but if we have people that I think that where we have our greatest opportunity is is in the demonstrable field. That is that is the area, especially with technology today. Yep. That is an area that we can go out. We who love liberty, we can go out and we can show people, man. You don't. You. It's like uh, Shane Shane Radliff po- posted some news item recently. I love Shane, by the way. Uh, I don't know if you know him from Liberty Under Attack. Um, no, I don't uh, think but I, know him. I, I um, well, you should check him out. He's awesome. Uh, but uh, he uh, he posted this story about how Cody Wilson, with his defense distributed, had. Basically, you know, the, the, he, had, he, had, he had sent out uh, 3D plans for how to print a gun. Yes, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And uh, the government shut that down real fast. And Cody Wilson and his team, man, they sued the government. And, uh, I mean, they, they, they're anarchists. Cody Wilson is an anarchist. But, you know, yeah, in this case, this will be one of the few times where we're like, yeah, man, go ahead and do this. Uh, so what they did is uh, uh, they they knew if the government was to follow its own rule book that they had actually violated their standards of free speech. Right, right, right. And they won because you're not they sharing fucking a gun. won. You're not sharing a gun. You're sharing essentially right. a file that says how. Yes. Gun. Yeah. Yeah. They won. They fucking won. Yeah. So yeah. like now you can legally share three uh, D printed guns on the internet. Uh, and, and, and that, I mean, don't get me wrong, even if they had lost, it still wouldn't have fundamentally changed anything, but yeah, it's, that definitely works, uh, against the government. Yeah. That we can do things like that. We can pretty print guns. Yeah. Well, 3d printing, 3d printing micro factories, man. You see, you're going to have a, a, a period of time. You know, I talk about that self sustainability, self reliability. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have these, these 3d printed manu, uh, manufacturers. You're going to go down to your local, your, your local, uh, marketplace and 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 you're gonna be like uh in, in some instances you may have stuff that's already printed out and ready to go right. and some instances you'll like order it and it'll like the printed you know especially if it's like a an item that you know in that area maybe not a lot of people like or you know there's not a not a huge market for it right but right. yeah you can you can order it and then somebody's gonna 3d print it for you and uh and so you're gonna have local manufacturing yep. again uh, and uh, bring, in the, bring in the the jobs back from China, right? <laughs> well, you bring in the jobs back from distant lands, whether it's China or two states over. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever it's in county, yeah, exactly. It, yes, and uh, you know, I have no idea what'll emerge from from that type of economy where individuals and free associations, right where they live, within proximity to one another, can more and more provide. Their, their, not just their, their, their core needs, but even, even their pleasures. It's just their wants, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever. You know, like they, you want a fucking iPhone, great. I mean, imagine if IP died, that would be a fucking wonderful thing, man. That would, that would explode. If you think technology is moving fast now, man, get rid of IP. I'm sorry, I'm digressing there, but anyway. No, and I, I, I'm somewhere in the. I, I'm, I'm, I don't have a formed cogent opinion on it yet because I've read a lot of really. Uh, reasoned defenses of IP and and attacks against it. I think if you would ask me a year ago, I would have been like, of course we need IP. We need you know IP because otherwise, what's the incentive to make something if someone can just copy it and 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 you know make money too? But I've 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 heard the arguments against it and um and how 
uh, how people were able to defend their original concept before there were actual IP laws and how that was successful. And sort of the argument that, hey, um, mankind has been progressing, uh, or I'm sorry, humankind, the, the kind... I don't, I don't, the, see, okay, okay, okay primates, I don't, primates, you could say so, mankind, you're not going to trigger the, me. The, I, the, the, the greater primate kind, uh, has, uh, <laughs> oh, okay, has, we're uh, doing this. We're, we're the, going, the, 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 I do the not cognizant, the cognizant, uh, upwardly, yeah. upwardly pedal cognizant entities. Yes, exactly. Okay. That, that it progressed, you know, from, from literally, you know, uh, making tools from rocks to essentially the industrial age without much, if any, uh, most of that without not without any, and then even towards the end, without much, if any, uh, of any kind of, you know, IP protections or, or copyrights or trademarks. So um, I, I do tend to think that, and again, it's, it's, it's the, I, the concept of IP is, a, is it almost assuredly requires some kind of, of a state or a coercive influence in order to, to have in the first place. So I, I do think that IP issues are issues of, uh, you know, original, original, uh, creation or whatever are best handled on the, on the social level than in, in terms of using force. I, I am kind of leaning more towards that as the more I read about it. What happens if I create a patent and then I go out and build stuff right. with my patent and I'm just Paul, what happens? You, if you, if I, I build stuff. Well, okay, well, you know what? Uh, I'm not going to ask you. I'm just going to tell you. So Paul builds stuff using, and I got my patent. I filed. I got my patent. Right. And I start building, uh, you know, number one widget. And uh, number one widget is a jammy jam, and it's starting to make some money for me. Right. And then along comes a company that uh, starts to make number one widget. And then I say, dude. Dude, number one widget's mine. What What are you doing? Right. And like, dude, I'm going to have to sue you now. Okay, well, lawsuits cost money, and uh, they can drag on for quite a long time. And I'm Paul, and I have limited resources, and the company making the widget is big-ass motherfucking company with right. uh, deep pockets. And Who do you think's going to win, man? Well, course, who do you think's going to win? Cause, I mean, wh wh what is law to me? To me, law is simply, uh, well, I won't, yeah, I'll say largely. I'll say law is a, a battle for uh, definition, legal definition, and who can win the day as far as what this is really mean. And uh, it's, uh, it's an exacting science. It requires a high level of skill, high level of very expensive skill. Uh, very, very, very pricey to buy that type of skill. Right. And so IP always favors the, the, the large corporations that <laughs> they got the deep pockets. Right. Uh, so it, it's like I, IP is not necessarily like protecting people's property. IP law, I don't believe that uh, IP is property. I think it's bullshit. I right, think right. the idea that you can uh, create an idea and then say that, you own it. It's it's not a scarce it's not a scarce uh, it's material. Not, it's not a scarce thing. Yeah. It's not not, not scarce, scarce at all. Yeah. Anybody any anybody can remanufacture it, so to speak. But yeah. uh, yeah. uh, it, it, I don't I don't even think that it necessarily. I mean, uh, uh, sure, there there may be some instances where IP did good for 
you know, that actually carried out justice, so to speak. Like you would look and say, like if anybody should have had a right to that, it should have been this guy. If, right, if, right, right. if right. such a thing existed, but I mean, you know, Hitler made the trains run on hot on time. So you know, take exactly. that for a grain yeah, of salt. You, you can't look at the silver lining as the justification. <laughs> and you yes. also and you also look at you know the other extreme is you have companies like Apple and Google and Facebook and and you know major corporations that have entire departments that do nothing but come up with ideas and right. file patents on them the, right so that if anyone ever it, does anything it's like oh no apple thought of that eight years ago yes yes that ip ip yeah. squatting i think they call yeah, it yeah IP so, squatting, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 that that happens that that, that happens so, uh, I, in, in space and google and facebook yeah they're in a race they're racing each other trying to come up so with all like, the different close uh, the market on all ideas and that and that that I think was more so because I, I I knew all of the you know uh, um, IP is not a scarce resource. There's not a reason to actually protect it as property. I got all of the philosophical uh, arguments against it. Mine was more the the practical. Well, what happens? And well, here's what's happening. What's happening is multi billion dollar corporations are using it to basically corner the market on every single idea that they can possibly think of, whether they do anything with it or not. Um, and, and immediately turn around and wait for anyone, you know, lie in wait for someone to, to say, oh, I have an idea. And they go, aha, you have to license that from us or, you know, we're going to sue you or, or whatever. So, so I, I do kind of lean against it, but, uh, um, I, but again, like you said, in a, in a, in a, in a voluntary non-coercive society, the, the types of, of things that would, that would emerge to protect people. Because again, if, if, if I heard that you've, you came up with your number one widget first, and then, uh, uh, you know, then I hear that someone else has their number one widget and they're selling it for five cents less. Uh, there's a good chance that I'm going to say, hey, you know what? This guy came up with it first. I'm going to buy it from him. And 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 whether that's you know morally right or wrong or whatever, that's just probably how I'm going to think of it. Is you know, ultimately they just copied him. This guy's the original. Who knows? Maybe the quality's better or or, or whatever. Um, which kind of well, lends itself I, to the argument that I need to be forced to only get it from you. Well, I mean, uh, some people won't, will care. Some people won't care, right, but, right, uh, right. you know, you, you write a novel and, uh, you release the novel, you sell the novel and then somebody else just now don't get me wrong. I'm, I, 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 think I, uh, if you pass something off as your own, Okay, that's deception. Okay, right. that's that's not that's not that's not even IP issue. That's like if, if if I write a novel and you take that novel and print it and put your name on it, that's deception. Right, right, that's, right. That's that's then I can come break your fucking skull. Right, right. But if uh, but if I if you use my name and you print a the novel, then uh, you know I'll make it clear. I say, hey man, you you know I'm the you know support me if you want me to write more books. I need people to support me. You know, exactly, buy from exactly. me. And uh, some people will, some people won't, and uh, that's okay. But that's uh. true now. I mean, people can, you know, I mean, how many audiobooks do people get on these, you know, torrent sites instead of paying for them? But a lot of people will still. Buy well, yeah, them from you, the you can't source. even. Yeah, it's it, it's hard. Yeah. Although you know, there's there's stuff coming down the pipe as far as I don't know about books per se. The text would be really difficult, but right. there there's something. I don't know, some sort of way to put movies on blockchains and I don't know. I don't know details, but there there may be some way to IP protect. But it really wouldn't be IP protected. It's not IP. It's 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 a it's, it's just recreating a, a secure me, it, way for you to 
Go ahead. Well, no, I was just saying it's 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 the equivalent of me putting a lock on my door or, or whatever. I'm I, I made this thing and now I'm and now I'm protecting it from from being. Oh, from oh, being I know what it is. Yeah. I, no, I know I know what it is. It, it's uh, so like what you do is basically you get your money up front. Uh, so you get people to pay you to create. Now this isn't this isn't going to work for nobody. A nobody, you know, if yeah, nobody course, knows you. Of course. But I mean, if you if you build up a reputation, if you had a few hits, so to speak. Then you can actually say, okay, everybody, you know, uh, I can make this, but I need y'all to pay me. And you're like, you like, you can make money like right up front and, uh, you can use this blockchain thing to do that. And so you make the movie and everybody's already paid. They've already made money before the movie came out and, and people who paid for the movie to be made, they get their copies right away. And then, right. and then people do what they do, man, but you already made your fucking money and you move on to the next thing. Right. Well, and like, you know, you, you, you to me. The reason why I'm against IP is I believe in I'm pro technology. Uh, I, I I don't think technology is the be all to end all, but I definitely think that technology is a is one of the key components to putting human beings in a position where they can create uh, realities that go back to that what I talked about. You know the uh, least amount of uh, of threat or application of force that affects your decision to act um but uh um when 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 you when you when you when you have ip you have situations and it happens all the time where uh, companies may have a better idea to take your patent and turn it into something way better right right to improve and they one. can't make yeah. it they can't make it's like uh, smith and wesson in uh, in the uh, 1800s with the the six the the six shooter or, yeah. Yeah. or really the barrel the it's it's really the cylinder you know that they some dude drilled a hole all the way through and came up with uh, hey we can put the bullet in there and you can strike the bullet okay great right that's the simple idea that was patented and then smith and wesson buys the patent and uh then all of these other companies that want to build these these types of revolvers, they can't. They couldn't for a long time. Right. It was only Smith and Wesson. Right. And some of them that tried, the they ended up building a better revolver than Smith and Wesson, but they ultimately had they to. They it, got yeah. hosed. Right, right, right. They got hosed. And then ironically, the guy that 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 invented this, that Smith and Wesson bought this patent through, he had written a contract in such a way that he was the one that would have to defend the patent challenges and he, he spent the rest of his life in courts, uh, challenging, uh, 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 patents and he went bankrupt. So oh, he wow. fucked. So <laughs> didn't work out for him. You know, Smith and Wesson bought the patent, you right, know, and right. how, how, why the fuck should somebody be able to buy a fucking patent? But that's really the thing. Yeah. When you, it, it's, it's like, okay, we're no longer protecting your, not protecting idea. the creator. Yeah, You're protecting, protecting now the, creator, the people yeah. who yeah. bought their, who you know? And again, those people, you know, they 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 come to this guy. They got a huge uh, imbalance of power favoring oh, yeah, them. It's yeah, like, yeah. oh, you know, well, he chose to do it. You know, he chose the 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 best alternative, which right. was not the best choice. It was the best alternative for what he had, but it wasn't the, you know, it was like, okay, do I get a few? Do I do I make some some money from Smith and Wesson, or do I try to build my own company in which Smith and Wesson will probably bury me? Right. Uh, and uh, yeah, okay, I'll give you the patent because otherwise I'll get nothing. That's <laughs> and that's that's what we're facing. So to me, patents they they 
they, not only do they cut off progress, do they prevent from people from just freely trying new ideas and hybrids and man, who knows? I, I, I think that we'd be three or 400 years further along technologically if IP hadn't been conjured up. Uh, and, and, and in addition to that, on, on the arts and the, uh, the, well, on the arts front in general, think of all of the wonderful, uh, versions of of so many things that we love that would have been created like star wars right like how many different star wars stories would be told by people and you know and eventually you know the the little Pareto principle thing would kick in the Pareto principle is the it's the the square root of whatever your total number is produces 80% of what your total number right, produces right, right right so so you would have all these star wars clones and like people, and again, you know, the deception thing, you can't pass it off. Like you came up with this idea. This right. is you. Right. Uh, but as long as you don't do that, you know, all these different star Wars stories, you got, you know, people make the fan art, uh, you know, the star Wars fan movies. There's yeah. a, the yeah. Han Solo movie that was made. And, yeah. and you imagine like, so what happened is that, like people start to gravitate towards like a few like versions. Uh, so like a few companies that are producing certain types of star Wars stuff. And because of the way that they produce, you know, they their their com their unique talent combination produces uh, material that, you know, if you if you want to get first dibs, you know, you you, you mean okay after, once it's released, it's done. Okay, once right. it's released, then anybody could take it and use it. But but when it's done, if you want first dibs, you want to get a hand on this before anybody else, or if or if you you want to be like maybe you got to mention movie card or whatever, you know, you know, you pay for it. Right. And uh, then you get that first tip. And then in addition to that, like you said, some people are going to be like, okay, well, we really want this team to make these movies because right. they, they make good fucking we movies. Like, so like the, they do. so yeah. let's yeah. buy from them. Okay. Yeah, you have a copy. Okay, you took it. You're selling it, whatever. Well, no, we're going to buy it from them because we want these people to have the resources to make these movies because if we buy it from you, you're not going to fucking make the movie. You don't have the cool team that these guys have. Right. So, right. Yeah, you know, it's interesting, though, that IP is an issue for you because it was for me, too. Yeah. That was that was one of the biggest things that I had to let go in order to, to fully... I mean, that was like a, an impediment to my anarchism. I was like, I'm an anarchist, but man, this IP thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But I let it go. Eventually, I let it go. And I, I would say that for me, and, it, you know, I don't pretend to fully, absolutely, certainly know. There's very few things that I that I actually imagine that I fully certainly know, but, uh, I don't know the consequences of no IP, but I'm, I strongly suspect 80% of me, uh, suspects that the, the, the net harm will be eclipsed by the net gain, uh, as far as, uh, seeing, uh, culture community emerge, uh, in a non-IP world that is that is much more friendlier to uh, living a life of liberty than a world with IP. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And a great way to live a life of liberty is through a private lesson by Stephen Messina of Messina Dance Company. Learn to dance salsa, Cuban salsa, bachata, kazamba, casino, semba, and much more. Learn from the best with Stephen Messina at Messina Dance Company, based in uh, Greensboro, North Carolina, but serving the surrounding environs. Uh, Paul, w one last thing because we're we're coming close to you beating Luke. Hey, 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 hold on. We're at we're at one fifty eight right now. Oh, so yeah, well, this is this is oh, definitely gonna. This okay, is, well we'll we, see, we'll see, we'll see. We're, we're, we're getting to two ten, dude. We Even if I have to sing, 
I, you know what? You're now, that's now an incentive for me to stop talking, but uh, I do want to, I do, I do want to address this, this thing. uh, And this is a little bit of inside politics for those who follow the, as, as you and I do the, uh, the uh, palace intrigue of the libertarian party, Uh, as you know, and and some of our viewers, I'm sure know uh, the libertarian party recently had their elections and, uh, and the new secretary uh, uh, who I think was actually already the secretary uh, Karen Ann Harlow's um, uh, Pinky. Yeah, Pinky. Pinky. I, I, I actually love Karen Ann, but she... Uh, oh, I like her too. Yeah. I, I don't love her, but I, I like her. I, I like her. She made okay. a, a statement, I know you know about this, but uh, she kind of released a statement saying that um, the, the Libertarian Party should should welcome anyone that's, any person that is uh, even 1% amenable or, or agreeable to liberty and, and, you know, find common cause with them. But that the uh, uh, that the concepts, the belief systems of uh, libertarian socialism or anarcho-communism, this whole idea that uh, you know rent is theft uh, or that property is theft, that those things have no place in the libertarian party uh, because the libertarian party was founded. Its foundational documents are uh, you know propertarian in nature. Uh, they're founded upon the idea of, of private property. And that, you know, and that therefore those ideas don't have a place within the Libertarian Party, even if even if the, the, the people that may espouse them are, are certainly welcome. And uh, I, I had seen that you shared uh, uh, on whose authority. Well, exactly. No, I know. I know. And uh, uh, and that would that would certainly go under, a, a, you know, a, a, an, a, um, an, an ideational. It's, it's based on. Well, th- it says so right here on this sheet of paper. Um, and uh, um, so. Uh, you had recently shared a, a meme where someone was handing uh, uh, Karen and a, a note that said, you know, rent is theft or property is theft. <laughs> she didn't uh, look happy. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so I thought that was funny. But I just wanted to get your thoughts on, I, obviously I know how you feel about the, uh, what you think about, uh, you know, the idea that if a party, you know, if an organization was founded this way, it has to, you know, remain that way. It's like you said, it's, it, it's how the, the spheres of, of power are going to influence that, you know, nothing is set in stone. I, I wanted to talk more about your idea, and we talked about it a little bit before, um, with the ideas of, for example, libertarian socialism, the idea that uh, property is, is, is stealing from someone. My, my saying that I own this house and the land that it's on uh, it has robbed someone else, or, or that if I choose to uh, you know, rent out a room or rent it out in it in its entirety to someone that my desire to, uh, you know, to collect compensation for letting them stay there is is an act of theft. I just want to get your thoughts. I think I, I think I know where you're going to head with it, but I, I just wanted to get your thoughts on those ideas. Um, I'm I, I've been studying the left a lot lately. Okay. Um, I've been re- I'm reading Marx. Um, um. I don't know, like the thirtieth chapter, or something like chapter thirty, something like that. Okay. And, and I'm reading his uh, the the first volume of Das Capital. That's 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 all I'm reading. I'm not reading the other. I'm just reading that. That's that's enough for me. Um, so I'm really trying to understand. So so for Marx, and the reason I'm bringing this up is is I think this might be where they're talking about like especially rent being theft. Right. Uh, and I have a different response to the property. Uh. Marx talks about there's there's these two different equations, and one is the capitalist equation, which is a form of theft, 
in and of itself, and one is a natural exchange. It's a it's a commodity capital commodity. So you have a commodity, right? You sell it, you get capital, and then you get a commodity with the capital. Right, right, right. That's a good exchange for Marx. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. The exchange that he has a problem with this is, and this is his definition of capitalism, by the way, which is not inaccurate. And that is uh, that uh, you have capital, you use that capital to buy a commodity, and then you then sell that commodity for more money than you paid. That's theft. You're stealing labor hours uh, when when you do that. You're not paying people for your profit. So when you rent a house. I would imagine that the way it's looked at is, uh, if you rent a house, or if you're if you're you know renting it out to others, you you buy the house, so you use capital to buy the house. It's mm-hmm. a commodity, right? And then you're taking that commodity and you're essentially selling it, like over and over again. You're selling its use over and over again, and so that's a that's capital commodity capital. So that is you're stealing. Uh, uh, I mean, you're you're creating value that was actually created by the labor that was put into it and you're not paying the labor for the value that's been created. And and I'm, that's kind of my understanding. I'm not fully uh sure that yeah. I have that down yeah. right, but uh uh so I think that's what now uh, my my I don't necessarily believe that rent is theft. I don't necessarily believe that rent is a good thing or a, I I I lean towards rent is I don't necessarily favor the idea of rent, but I have, I've also said this to the rent is theft people, which is uh, there are circumstances where renting a house is actually preferable for various reasons, especially if you're not going to be in a place for a while. Like maybe, you know, you're going to be there like two or three years, but you're not going to stay there. You're working a job. You know, it's going to be two or three years and you're going to move. You, you probably want to rent. But the, then the question is like, like, for instance, if, for instance, I'm renting my house out, but I'm also providing services to the people, I'm like. I'm giving them cable, whatever. I'm cleaning their house for them, uh, take care of the lawns, whatever. I'm not just renting my house out. I'm actually doing labor. I'm, I'm. It, it's not just the space that they're paying me for. It's the service in the space. It's like right, so. Right. If if rent is theft, and does that you know is our hotel theft? Is it is it wrong to have hotels where people can stay periodically, or a restaurant I, for that matter? I mean, I, I mean, the more you you the more you stretch that out. Okay, you're occupying a space, but you're also getting services while you're there. Yeah, are you, and and to a certain degree, the part of the bill that you're paying is for the space that that they have to pay to upkeep. Right, right. But but so so but but honestly, the the whole rent is and, and then on the property is theft thing. Um, my understanding of that is. If you're talking about your personal property and the place that you live, your house is your personal property. That's another thing people don't understand with ANCOMs and, and libertarian socialists, whatever. They're not anti-property as far as I can see. That's that's not who they are. Uh, they're 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 not they're not even anti-free market. Just their understanding of free market is way different than than it is for the ANCOMs. Yeah, but, yeah. but what they're against is what 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 you would call private property uh and and they're you know the very the, they would say you know pri- you can't have private property without the state uh uh personal property stuff that you can use so you live there you occupy the space you you run a business and uh w- where they're saying property is theft is where 
you buy a property, you don't even live there. And, and you just, you, you hold, you know, whether it's vast tracts of land that you're using, whether it's, uh, you're buying houses and then selling them houses for a higher price, especially, I would say probably, especially if you didn't buy a fixer upper, you just bought a house and then you sold it, you know, that, that, yeah, that's where they, like that, yeah. yeah, yeah. But that, that's, I think where they would say that, that private property is theft. And I don't believe that they hold now. Sterner said property is theft, and I don't know his nuanced understanding of uh, of that or not. But uh, uh, but but Sterner did say property is theft. But at the same hand, Sterner recognized the reality of power and says, you know, property is theft. But uh, you know, if you can't take it, you can't take it, and if you can, you can. Right. You just got the terms with that. Which is true, regardless. Like, I guess my thing, true my regardless. thing is, how is that sustainably different? So if you're saying that it's bad for me to buy a home. Uh, for example, I'm not saying that. No, 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 no. And I mean, you, the hypothetical Marxist standing in front of me, that isn't there. Well, um, they're not all Marxists, though. Right. I want to make that clear. Right. Not all incomes are Marxists. Right, right. There's different kinds of incomes. Right. But so if, if they're saying that, you know, my, my, for example, purchasing a home with the express, I, express purpose of making profit from it, of renting it, how is that sustainably different than, for example, if I'm a merchant who goes to a farm and purchases uh, a bunch of, uh, you know, fruit or something like that uh, with the idea that I'm not going to eat any of it. I don't even like that fruit, but I know that there's an area that does want that fruit and I, I transport the fruit there and I'm, I'm selling it at a profit. I, I bought a commodity for the, 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 the purpose only of, of making profit from it. How is that different than obviously not in kind, but in, in, in theory of what I'm actually doing, I'm taking the fruit of my labor uh, to buy literal fruit but to buy, um, you know, to buy a property or a commodity with the with a specific purpose of making money off of it, how is that different? And and if so, is that theft? Uh, yeah, that would be theft. You, uh, it's it. I mean, the 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 ratio is you took capital, you bought a commodity, right, and you got more capital than what the commodity originally was. Now, and you know, my issue, I I don't I don't necessarily agree with that. I, I it's a it's an idea that I don't think is totally worthless it's it's it is something to look at as far as right. how people are exchanging value and there's some merit i i believe that there is some merit to it that we're that the the i'll say the the greater the degree to which you have done nothing to to buy a commodity and sell it at profit the more you need the state to back up what you've done because i don't think all things being equal, that if you didn't have the state protect you, that the individuals who who are are seeing you reap uh, huge rewards right. while they get pennies, that that would long last. They would fuck you up. <laughs> but also, typically, and I mean, this is sort of a almost like a, a human nature type thing. Typically, when someone is doing very little uh, to actually perpetuate their their continued wealth. Maybe not them, but if not them, then the next generation. Someone is going to screw that up because they don't have the, uh, uh, I guess, ruggedness, for lack of a better word, to adapt to the the things that are almost certain to happen that will challenge that. And I'm not saying necessarily a person, but you know, a change in the market or or whatever. You know that that I mean, you think of all these you know multi billionaires that were buying up properties, uh, you know, to flip or or to you know to buying up these big. Uh, um, you know, real estate investments and things like that. And, you know, when the property went south, so did they. Um, I, I, I tend to think a lot of that stuff uh, uh, 
tends to, again, without state involvement, uh, because the, all those people got bailed out, um, but without state involvement, that those people tend to either, if they're not, if they're not earning their keep, for lack of a better word, a better, better term, they usually end up going by the wayside or at least diminishing at some point. Um, and, and, and I guess my, my, my problem with the, with the idea, and, and like you said, I mean, there's validity to the idea or at least to discussing it, but the, the problem with that specific idea is that, for example, going back to the fruit example, okay, great. I like a very tight, a, a specific type of, of, you know, I don't know, a, a radish or something that's not made around here. And, and the only, the only way for me to be able to, to, you know, get these different things to try out different things is to procure them from the person who labored the field specifically. I, I can't get it from a, I mean, cause that, that, that you can get it from a company that is worker owned. Okay. That's what they would say. Okay. You can get it from a company that's worker. You don't have to buy it from the worker, but you need to buy it from a company that's worker owned. Uh, and how do I verify now, that? Um, I don't know. That, 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 it, so I guess a lot of it is just the, the, the workability of, of the thing. To me, to me, when I look at like a lot of the left anarchist stuff, right. which, you know, I, I'm, I'm actually very interested in left anarchism, uh, and, and I'm not a left anarchist. I'm also not a right anarchist. Right. Uh, like I, I already, I already told you what I am, which, which is whatever I am. Uh, but they still, to me, seem to have a lot of ghosts because they still have this. I get in conversations with 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 a fair number of them, in which they you know they talk about the, you know the need to, you know you got you got to look after your fellow man and you you know you can't be self centered and I'm like oh fuck you. Yeah. As soon as somebody says that I shouldn't be self interest, well well self interested, self centered, and you got to put others first. I'm like fuck you. That's not even physically, and it's it's not it's not. It's not possible to put others first. That's a fucking lie. Right. No one ever puts anyone first. You everything you do, you do because you are imagining that you are satisfying a preference within a range of what you imagine are 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 potential options. Right. You're taking the best option. Right. Altruism That's, is pure. You know. Altruism center. is shit. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't fuck. And and they have these kinds of ghosts in in their language and. That's and even this, you know, Marx is, uh, you know, I think it's rather simplistic to say, you know, capital, commodity, capital. It's you know, there, there are a lot of reasons why somebody might buy something with capital and then sell it for. He's not recognizing things like, okay, I used to I used to go to flea markets and um, actually I sold at flea markets. So I used to go to uh, auctions and I and I would buy things wholesale and and I would uh, buy things wholesale. I would grant auctions and I'd take them to flea markets and I'd sell them for a higher price and I'd make money. Right. And so, strictly speaking, in his model, it was capital, commodity, capital. Right. But 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 it but it wasn't. It was before capital ever happened. It was a lot of labor. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. A lot of fucking labor, figuring out where everything is, building up connections and reliable sources, and building up a knowledge of the market so I knew what people wanted, understanding where I could take my goods and products to deliver it to a market that want to buy it. Because you know, I mean, I sold airsoft guns. If I sold, uh, you know, I I I knew in certain 
flea markets if I took airsoft guns that they wouldn't sell there. I knew that, so right. I wouldn't take them. So, so it's 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 understanding even like where the market is to to buy something. Like like you talk about the radish, the rare radish. So you know I don't live anywhere near that fucking radish, but rare, I want that radish. Right. Somebody recognizes that there's a market to deliver that rare radish to people. Exactly. Uh, and how, how is someone that is also laboring going to figure out the best place to sell it? It, it seems like an inefficient model. Yeah, but then, but then on the other side, uh, I'll go to the mortgages and and all, all you know the 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 housing market collapse and all these people lost their homes and you have you have you have so many empty homes in this in this nation today. Right. Just just you have you have homeless people and you have people living in destitute situations. And you have these lovely homes that are sitting unused. That doesn't so that that that's like I don't know necessarily that I want to be part of a culture that produces that result. Right. And and how did that result get produced? That result got produced because yeah, okay, so first thing you have is you have these fucking mortgage companies, these banks, they're the protect I mean really it's all about banks. Banks are the root of all power, the way that I, I, I view it. Uh but but you have these banks and they all have these these particular types of uh, uh, lending practices that are backed up by government guns. Well, and that's the and, thing. And, like, and, if they had to underwrite it on their own dime, they would have never done it. Right. Not only not only that, but in addition to that, in order for you to be a bank that could put out forth this loan, you have to be accredited bank. Right. Who the fuck do you think is going to become accredited bank? But yeah. the people that are part of the fucking banking club, right, right. they're not going to let competitors in, man. No. It's a fucking it's a it's a it's a monopoly, an artificially. Well, not artificially. It's created through through government gun power, but it's a, a government gun power created monopoly so they can create these terms for mortgages that are fucking ridiculous you can say well you know you sign the well yeah i signed it because that that was that was the best i was gonna fucking get in right, this right. world like you know i didn't i didn't have some rich uncle that says you know what i'm just gonna you know i'll tell you what man i'll you know hundred thousand dollars i'll give it to you you know, pay me back in 20 years, you know, whatever, we'll get a plan, you know, pay it back. Maybe you end up paying 120000 maybe, you know, a little bit of interest, you right, know, right, you right, know, right. make it you know, worth my trouble, so to speak. Right. Uh, but, uh, uh, but, but no, you don't have that. You have mortgages in which, you know, we, we, we had a, we just recently bought it out. We got rid of it. We had a second mortgage on our house at one point that uh, we, um, for the first eight years that we were paying on that, our, our uh, I think it was like a $25,000 mortgage. And we got a second mortgage on our house to do home improvements on the house. Right. Uh, and in eight years, it went from like 25000 to 23000 because paying all the, the interest is front-loaded. Yeah, is, is front-loaded. Yeah, all, all I mean, that's like yeah. if you didn't have the power of the state behind you that allowing you to have yeah. a monopoly that created deals like that. Do you think people would really choose fucking deals like that? No, so these companies have already been more than fucking paid for that. I've already paid it off, but I still owe money. Right. And if I would have continued it, I would have ended up paying like almost $100,000 when it was all said and done for a fucking $25,000 mortgage. Right. And that was the best fucking deal I could get. Right. And right. that's. And and that's the, and so so these people they they paid off their fucking houses in many cases, but they didn't because of the 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 the, the horrible lending practices that 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 are allowed to take place. Well, and, and, and not just allowed, but they rent seek to government to 
allow them to operate as near monopolies where they're, you know, the, only a handful of people and the barrier to entry is so high that, that no one would, would bother to get into it. And then they also have yeah. us as taxpayers or tax victims or whatever you want to call it, subsidizing their removal services. So, I mean, you know, if, if they had to factor in that they were paying to physically remove people from the properties that, that, you know, that eats into their profits and makes it a lot less of a profitable venture. And, and so, you know, we're, when we're, that, we're underwriting that. When that bank, when that bank lent me uh, $25,000, did that bank get like $25,000 of its own and give it to me? No, no. That bank, it's uh, through this uh, fractional reserve banking. Right, right, it's a right. complicated system. But, but basically, the, the, the way it ends up, about one of every $10 that a bank lends you is, is, is actually the bank's. Right. The other $9 have been fabricated from nothing. Right. From the U.S. government that printed the money and right. gave it to the banks. Right. That's the kind of sweetheart deal they got going yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, so, so you have all these houses that are empty. They're owned by all these banks. Are they owned, quote unquote, owned by all these banks? I don't really recognize banks as legitimately owning those fucking houses. I recognize that the reality of power is such that government guns will protect those banks. In, in in the scam that they've been running on people. Yeah, it's a shell game. Or, yeah, it's a total yeah, shell game. So, but that's so also... I, go ahead. But, but, but let, let me just finish. I, I, I was bringing that up because that that is uh, that is an example of capital, commodity, capital, that I would say is absolutely detrimental to to the good of, of, of everybody else. It, it, it definitely tilts the balance pow- of power favorably towards a small group of individuals and that's not the fucking free that is not a free market no, although that not, is not the free that's market what i call yeah. capitalism that's capitalism to me well and the, the term capitalism I, i've found myself no longer using capitalism very often unless someone else is using it because it is a term that was defined by uh by marx and by his his uh you know his predecessor so it's their term so i mean yes i can choose to it's, repurpose it but it's you know when I go well that wasn't real capital it's it, they define what capitalism is uh, I definitely have a problem with with how the banking system is set up and, and especially with mortgages and things like that my problems are that 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 system like you said it wouldn't be able to exist in a free market in in a market where any person no could, I didn't say that yeah no, no I said no, well, I'm not saying it wouldn't exist in a free market I'm saying it wouldn't exist in a market in which individuals had the lethal means to fuck people up that were fucking them over. That's what I'm saying. But would it even have to go to that if, if they if they didn't have these No, monopolies? no, they wouldn't. No, no, they wouldn't have to go to that because people would know right. that they would get fucked up. Right now they know that they won't get fucked up. They can do this shit. They could totally fuck people over and the government will protect them. But they also And if any bank comes along that says, "Hey man, listen, we're going to do things different. We're not going to have that, you know, that ridiculous uh you know, you pay so much interest and it's all compounded right, and all. Right. No, it's real simple. We're just going to give you a simple contract. We're going to we're going to lend you the money and you're going to pay us a certain amount. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, like, you know, we'll work it out. Like, maybe if if you if, if we lend you one hundred twenty thousand and you don't realize we got a we got a uh, offset, you know, that we might have some issues with uh, people who don't pay, and so so you know we got to take that into consideration. You know, one hundred twenty thousand. Okay, you owe us two hundred thousand. Okay, over a certain period of time. That's right. simple. That's that's it. Let's just do that. No, 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 fucking magic math, math, right. is whatever. You know, we, you're you're paying us this much, and every month a certain amount goes towards that eighty thousand, 
and a certain amount goes towards that principal. But it's 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 going to be something a lot more realistic than uh, I buy a house for one hundred and twenty thousand, and I take a thirty year mortgage out, and in the end, I end up paying like four hundred and fifty thousand for that house. Yeah, yeah, like three times what it what. what yeah, it'll be it'll be a lot more realistic. Right, right, right. Because some bank is bound to come up and figure out how to make money offering a better deal. Right. But they can't. They can't. They can't the do state. that. Right. Right. Yeah. No. And that's and well, that's that's where I stand with that. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm, you know, I, I brought up the, the, the mortgage thing just to show you, this is where the Marxist, uh, the, the ANCOMs and, you know, this is where they could show you, you know, this is why your system's fucked up. I just think that, uh, they have ghosts, uh, they have spooks of their own, uh, ANCAPs have, have spooks of their own as well. But, you know, again, in, even in this conversation, it, it just keeps coming down to, for me, right. it always seems to come back down to the reality of power. It's not about... It's not about theory. It's not about, you know, everybody, you know, Mises Institute wants to everybody to believe that everything is economics. And, you know, this is a big thing with ANCAPs. Everything is property rights. Everything is economics. And and, that, and those are just, some of those are just ideational uh, uh, influences, nothing more. But really, it's power. It's how much power do you have to fuck somebody up if they try to fuck you up? Right. Right. <laughs> and how much power do free associations collectively have? Right. And, uh, uh, and, 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 and not only that, how much power do you have to say no? Like, like, you know, like the, the, the federal government, how, how does it coerce, uh, local, uh, schools to implement their programs? They, they don't come in and say, we're going to point a gun at you. We're going to like, you know, we're going to threaten to invade the local school. Right. No, it's, uh, you don't do this. You don't get federal don't money. Get funding. Right. <laughs> so, so if the local school is self-sustaining, and they say, you won't get your money. You're like, well, fuck you. And so, it, like, yeah. you know, one of the things that they're going to threaten us with is, you know, like in China where they have their their social uh, credit. Social uh, credit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, you know, now we, we may end up with, a, with a, 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 a slightly less draconian version of that where we'll have a social credit that will determine our actual financial credit right. that will affect. So, so they can, you know, they can threaten, you know, if you, you know, we're not going to take your guns, but you know, if you don't hand in your guns and we know about it, we're just going to like make it fuck your credit up. Live. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Well, they think, but, but if, but if you belong to associations of people that you can get the shit that you need without going through their credit system at all, you got your own way to, to, you know, have credibility and standing with others. Um, then, then who cares? Right. They they lost that power. Yeah, you, you, right, 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 right. Yeah. So um, you know, I just keep coming back to that again and again, and I keep coming back to I don't care. I don't care about your ANCOM ways. I don't care about your ANCAP ways. Just show me your fucking power. Right. And the more power you have, you can test out your little toys and your little fucking ideas. And and if you don't have power, you can't. If you have power, you can. Whichever type of power or types of power that it is. Well, I mean power in aggregate, the whole, you know, yeah, overall. Yeah, like, all of them together. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and, and that. Go ahead. That's it. Okay. So I think we're, we're, we're past 210, aren't we? We're past Well, we, we punched Lou in the yeah. face. <laughs> Lou is like, uh, if he's watching, and he probably isn't because he sucks, um, but I love him. He's he awesome. He will end up watching but, uh, this, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, if he ends up watching it, then, he, you know, well, he, he might not. He's going to look and he's going to see, wait. Just see hours. how long it is and say, no, I'm not going to watch that. Two hours and 27 minutes? Oh, this is big news. <laughs>
or he'll Thank just you. watch past two hours and nine minutes and just stew for the remaining however many <laughs> just hate every minute of it um yeah. so uh i just wanted to before we go you know is there anything else you want to share with the audience any anything that you feel like i have i have said everything that i need to say about messina dance company so at this point you got uh, that in i got you all got of my spots in. and i'm so happy about that go messina oh go. he's great team messina um so but uh you know is there anything that you uh feel like we haven't had a chance to discuss in depth enough or that we didn't get a chance to talk about that you'd like to share with the audience before we go other than hawking my stuff no please hawk your because i want to hawk my stuff all of your stuff i'm here to hawk my stuff so so yeah yeah i'm hawking my stuff i do futuric.tv that's like uh that's the science tech really what futuric is futuric concentrates mostly not completely on demonstrable power. That's what Futuric.tv does. And it tries to keep the politics and the anarchies out of it. And, and actually, when I do Futuric stuff, I don't swear. I don't swear on Futuric shows. I'm trying to be friendly and uh, it, reach yeah. a larger audience and all that. Right. But but iState.tv, is, that's more the ideational stuff. Okay. Um, so that's where you get the ideas and theories and, 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 and politics. I, I will... Uh, I will uh, deconstruct uh, political stuff and uh, within that uh, reality of power framework. Uh, and, and yeah, that show I've, uh, on those types. And I do many different shows. And the way that I do my shows now is I have a whole set of shows that I could possibly do. And I'm like, okay, well, what do I feel like doing? Okay, I'm doing that show today then. You know, I got hit with a brick, which is hit with a brick is like when I just want to say shit and I'm mad. That's like my mad show. What grinds my gears type of show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what grinds my gears. Right. But I'm actually going to be starting a uh not this not not this week, but next week hopefully. I think I should be ready by then. Is uh I'm actually going to be uh going back on with Lou. Uh oh. Lou in on Thursday nights and hopefully Wednesday nights Babblecast. I don't know if Lou. Oh no, no, no. Thursday. It's a double bill. It's going to be Babblecast at 9 p.m. and then 10:30 it's the Anarchist Adult Factory, spelled P-H-A-C-T-O-R-Y. So Babblecast is going to cover like ridiculous, stupid, fun stuff, mm-hmm. and then Anarchist uh, Adult. That's going to be like, that's going to be like you know, I State type stuff. And so, that's going to be you and Lou. That's well, me and Lou are going to be the Anarchist uh, thing. He may sometimes be on Babblecast. Okay. Uh, but no, Babblecast is myself, Andrew Marich, uh, Matthew Taylor, and is. Uh, the one true niz, Matthew Taylor and the one true, true niz, they do the Torchwood report on uh, LRN radio. Okay. Uh, and uh, Bodie does stuff with me. He does a lot of stuff with me. He does his own stuff, his cool stuff. You know Bodie, right? Andrew Marich. Yeah, through you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. Good. Yeah. Bodie's Bodie's good people, man. He's good people. So, so yeah, I- check all that stuff out. You can find that at. Uh, futuric.tv, iState.tv, and uh, also subscribe to all of my YouTube channels, which is Futuric, iState, and Paul Gordon. Subscribe to the Paul Gordon YouTube channel because I put weird stuff on there. Like I have this series that I'm working on right now, which is pretty fun. It's called Max's Balls Podcast. And what I do is I play with Max's balls and I shoot it while I'm doing it. And then I talk and weird stuff happens. And by balls, I mean tennis balls, you yeah, fucking who, Yeah, who is Max? Like, I, I, okay. Max is my dog. Oh, okay. So I kick tennis balls around, and, and there's a science and a logic. He is very particular about his tennis balls. It's fascinating stuff. But you only see that on the Paul Gordon YouTube channel. You won't see that on iState or Futuric. Paul Gordon is like anything goes weird stuff. I just put crap up. 
Okay, so I'm, go. I'm, I've done I'm, my sale. I'm going to put links to all of these things in the show notes so that no one will miss uh, in the show notes. Show the show notes for Max's ball. I prefer if you put it in the show notes. Uh, they that will definitely be, be in the show notes. Not the notes, just the fucking nuts. Exactly. So that's uh, great, Paul. If you can stick around, um, I'm going to uh, uh, talk with you a little bit afterwards. But Paul, thank you so much for being on my uh, semi-virginal episode of uh, of it's. It, you know what? You have this over Lou as well. This is my first live streamed episode. So you've got that. All right. Did I break your live stream cherry? Your yes. your self run live stream yeah, cherry. Myself, my, yeah, exactly. I've been on live stream. This is my first self hosted uh, live stream uh, cherry. So I yeah. feel like Pimp Daddy Paul now. It's pretty. I want to be PDP from now on. It's a Pimp pretty, Daddy Paul. It's a PDP. Big deal. Yeah, we'll we'll add a we'll add a podcast for that. But um, I am PDP. Perfect. So uh, thank you for coming, and uh, I definitely want to have you on uh, uh, sooner than later, if at all possible um uh down the road but you uh, should have me and lou on together and 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 you will have to be on for like four and a, what would it be four hours and 80 whatever breaks the two of you your think lou forward. will bro- do that you think lou would do that i think i don't even have to show up like i literally could just <laughs> have the two of you on and like get something to eat and take a nap and come back oh you guys still talk? okay good thanks for watching yeah so, All right, yes so that, great. that'll be good so Lou, thank you so much again, and uh, we You're really welcome. appreciate you being on. Uh, You're welcome anytime, and uh, and and thank you. Called me Lou just now. That's great. What's that? You called me Lou. That's great. Did I call you Lou? Yeah. I'm glad Lou was here too. Paul, thank you so much. Paul Gordon, I know who you are. Um, you won the poll. Uh, Paul, I did. Yeah, you well, did. I don't know. I don't know if no, I did. No, you did. I... You won uh, by a substantial margin. Okay. Um, good. Uh, uh, Thank you so much for for coming on, and I I really appreciate you, and uh, we hope to have you on again soon. And guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this first uh, live-streamed episode of uh, My Fellow Americans. Uh, I I will definitely, I think I said um less uh, times than I did before. I'm I'm definitely working on it, and uh, my equipment will be uh, better each time. I've got more better equipment coming and and my uh, I'm going to try to work in actual segments instead of just me talking um, and uh, and and I'm going to try to clean this up with each uh, each uh, ongoing episode. But uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for uh, for tuning in and uh, and I hope to see you in the next episode. Be sure to comment uh, with uh, how you what you think about the uh, how things went, uh, what you think about what we talked about. And I will reply to each one and let you know whether you are right or wrong. Uh, thank you again for for uh, for watching My Fellow Americans with me, Spike Cohen, and I will see you again soon.
enemy or whatever. I mean, you know the guy. Imagine knowing all that started off that war was pride and lies. Be a man, hold it in your eyes. Take a look up in the sky and count the doves. I believe it's 23. Every breath is every step that I've been blessed to get to breathe. Rather let you rest in praises as opposed to rest in peace. At the least, that's just me being me. Convoluted as can be. In my future, I can view it so vivid and beautifully. The distances I will leap from the man that I used to be. But now, summer doesn't exist anymore. Best case scenario, I get to finish the tour. Then chill with the gust in August before I march and march again. Day quill in April. I know how cold this arc can get. My head hurting. I must have a lot on my mind. When I got time on my hands, they put hands on my time. Now, how would you never know why? It ain't even making it to the news at night. It ain't even making it to the news at night. 